bitch. So remember, you gotta get these like out. close yeah, where your your nose is have to be touching it. Gage, what? What happened to the times where you would uh, turn the heater on the day of? Our <laughs> we turned it on. What time? <laughs> we, it was like yeah, yeah but it was we, like three o'clock when you turned it on. Yeah, uh, three o'clock. We're standing up by the front counter. You've been here since nine. You didn't turn it on until three o'clock. Well, I thought it'd warm up faster. Like we were at the, put on a jacket. With the front counter. And Tom's like, "Be nice and warm for you back there." Fucking liar. Okay. Can anyone hear me? Bad? Yeah. Are you cold? I'm not cold. Can we? Are can you hear us? Oh. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Are your toes cold? Mine are. No, oh, it's my fingers. Oh, fuck. Don't lie. Just Put cold. Sausage links away. <laughs> if if it's your fingers or your toes, don't worry about it. It's all good. It's my fingers. <laughs> my fingers are cold. <laughs> you're, you're I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> you already lied to Thomas once. You said that you thought we closed at 6 Hey, um, I did. There's a better chair there if you don't want to sit in that little one. What's wrong with this one? It's baby blue and it looks small. <laughs> Ryan totally thought you were talking to him. Oh, you guys don't hear Ryan say, I'm good. Oh, yeah, I Ryan's good. He don't give a shit. No, this chair's fine. Okay. That yeah. one that one reclines. Did we lose you, Blake? Yeah. I'll fall asleep if I'm in a reclining chair. Are you back? Kind of. It's going in and out. Same. How about now? Oh, it's all gone now. Oh Same. God. Just tap on that. No, 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 no. It's no, 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 no. <laughs> Mine's back. That was a pulp knockoff. Yeah. Blake. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. We're good now. I fixed Everyone's it. Everyone's good? Don't yeah, touch the table. I fixed it. Yeah, you got to kind of extend that, like just rip it and hold it there for like five minutes. I don't want to fuck this thing up. Do rip it. Don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that one's not quite long enough. Stretch. Thomas getting all stressed. Stretch. No, 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 no. Maybe no, 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 no. Fuck up the interior of that. You know what a cord takes? Hey, Braden. Fucking right stretch it, bro. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Go ahead. You buy another one. Thomas, <laughs> it's it's sprung up for a reason. No. It's to be I've been extendo. doing that like the last three podcasts. Yeah, I just don't It'll be fine. Break it. Break it. Goddamn nothing. Sounds Thomas like a U problem. Up. <laughs> Sounds like a U problem. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to turn the TV on? Nope. Nice. So, was there an email? Nope. Nice. Doing it live. What should we do for Fuck it? We're doing it live. What should we do for a product review? Mm. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll think of one. Have we done? Give me, give me a second. Moto tires? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, we did tires. Yeah. Damn. Oils? What? Have what? we done oil? What? Yeah. What was last race? Uh, last Indoor? Supercross race or last Super. indoor cross? Last Supercross race was Minnesota. Oh, that's right. Do you hear about the Lunders? No. Uh -uh. Their catalytic converters got ripped off their oh, vehicle while that, they yeah. were down there. That's super fucked At up. At the races? It, well, that or the hotel or whatever. But could you imagine having to drive home with your freaking pickup going, <laughs> the whole freaking way? <laughs> Man. Dude, that would piss a guy off. And they're... Toyotas, like a Toyota Tundra. Oh, I bet you sound sick now. You probably hardly even ran. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm thinking. And those so, are expensive. Like, overseas catalytic converters are expensive. Dude, it, it probably, anymore, it probably wouldn't run. Or it ran yeah. like shit. I have no idea. Well, if you cut had, the, yeah, had, if you cut the cat off. They had to know if it, 
got yeah. ripped off before they left the races because that would be very obvious. Uh, I think it must have been, maybe it was the hotel. I don't know. But still, what, are you going to sit there and wait until Monday to get your shit fixed and then drive home? Well, like, No, no, I'm just saying, like, when you left the races, like, to go to the hotel, you'd be like, you should know if they were ripped off. Or not. They probably tramp, rode the tram. That's what most people do Mo- in Minnesota. Modern, modern gas engines have a sensor before and after the cat. Mm-hmm. So if you cut the cat out, yeah, it knows. it's not going to run. Yeah. I mean, it'll run just like shit. It's just got questions. Yeah. What are we doing? Either service, <laughs> service engine. Well, yeah. It's still there. Yeah. <laughs> either fl- good. either yeah. flames are coming out of that little shorty pipe now <laughs> or black smoke and it's a gas. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brandon, you have to get that mic in there. Either oh, turn it a little bit, it, too. It's a little got, crooked. Yeah, little yours crooked. is crooked. No, the actual microphone. There you go. There you go. You got me? Yeah, Bad. get in there. Oh, that's better. Better. Move it wherever you want. Get up in there, though. Oh, baby. Yeah. See how, see how I like scoot into my mm-hmm. some deep line. I get my nose in that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a special talent to yours, Chris. I actually put this little <laughs> um thing right on my right on my mustache. That's how I know I'm close enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if my nose is touching, it's like perfect. Brandon, do you remember uh, that practice day way back in the day in Sturgis? <laughs> I crashed my brains out on my 85, and you had to come pick my bike off of me, dude. I will never forget it because it. <laughs> every time I see you or hear your name, that's the only thing I think of. I came over this hill. Mike Neal's just piled up, bike stuck on his head, and he's like, yo, help me. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Flip his bike off him, and <laughs> away we went. Appreciate yeah. a busted arm while we did it, too. Yeah, I think I, I my arm was in a cast, wasn't yep. it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Brandon was showing us some sick pictures of him throwing one-leggers when oh, he was yeah. a kid. Yeah. On, on his black 65. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, the, so the rumor in the pits was that thing was pro circuit built. <laughs> Everybody was all jealous about it. I was like, dude, it's a 65. Who cares? It had a little bit of work done to it. Did but, it really? Yep. Oh. So back in the day, it was actually a bone stock 65, um, but used to be able to take uh, some weight away from the flywheel. So it used to spin faster. Um, and that was the only thing that was ever done to it was V-Force reads, FMF, and a flywheel that was shaved and that was it nice basically pro circuit bike <laughs> yeah back then it was <laughs> that's just what all the little kids were talking about you know uh, i you forget know. which <gasps> you haven't heard the intro oh. you, you heard it on the yeah gauge made me look it up and it was pretty good why'd was... you do that because it uh, i mean it's got to it, gotta do it you ruined it should have made him wait what do you need I don't feel like I'm a you guys. Well, spin your chair around. And turn your mic where it needs to be. Do you not know how an office chair works or what? This is great, great radio. <laughs> great radio, bros. <laughs> Jesus, be careful with the walls. <laughs> Brandon, I sat over there for like the first 12 episodes. didn't have nearly this bad of struggles. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, it'll go time. up and it'll go, it, it'll go up and down and shit. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you just look uncomfortable. <laughs> um, is it Steagle or Stigall? Steagle. Steagle. Braden Steagle. It's like the white trash version. What's his number, Chris? Honda. No. <laughs> <laughs> Honda. 24. Oh. What's Brandon's number? Eight. It's got an eight in it. It does. Zero, zero, eight. Oh, look at you go. Damn. 50%. Not bad. Hell yeah. Um, are you ready for a podcast? What's Blake's number? Mm. 
Are you fucking serious? Wow. <laughs> the 292 of Blake Morgan. Yeah. Didn't he put it on his jersey? No. <laughs> oh. I forgot to bring that jersey. Gage, no. that poster of you is pretty sweet. Not going to lie. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's cool. Old alias gear. Look pro, ride slow. Gage is fast <laughs> that's, back that's in going the day. Back. That's going good back then. Yeah. Same bike. Same oh, yeah. bike. Same bike. Yep. That's probably 2014. Yeah, I'd guess probably right on there. Because I was out at uh, Randy Reeves' place. Mm-hmm. I dig the alias gear. And that was when Travis Leon was taking the, the photos. Yeah. Nice. That's sweet. Now can I go? Yep. Yeah, whatever, man. We're just talking about a poster nobody can see. Yeah. Do you want me to turn the cameras on? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Brandon did not want cameras. He's pretty stoked when I tell him we're not doing them. It didn't bother me. <laughs> Would you want cameras if you looked like him? <laughs> Shit. <coughs> Shit. You got me there. <coughs> um, okay. Are you ready, Mike? Coming to you live from the MX Connection Studio, it's the Flat Tire Factory Podcast. Buckle up. This could be a shit show. Here are your hosts, Gage Molman, Mike Neal, Dusty Gardner, producer Blake and Chris Sudo. My fucking gosh, is that cool? Yeah, that's good. It feels pretty cool to hear your name come out of that voice. Yeah. Um, like, like you feel special for a second. Kelso <laughs> said for our wedding reception, we should have that guy introduce the wedding party, and I thought that'd be cool. That yeah. would be sweet. Dude. I'd, I'd spend a lot of money with that dude. Yeah. <laughs> so he just he just did it for you, huh? Yeah. That's super cool. I mean, I paid him money. Still, though. That guy's crushing it with his voice. Yeah, for sure. Look at him go. Welcome to episode 19, sponsored by MX Connection. We are in the MX Connection studio. Gold standard cabinetry, custom residential commercial cabinets, including garage cabinets, closet systems, kitchen cabinets, reception desks, and more. They use Black Hills and local materials and manufacturing. That's Zach, 605-223-1633. Email sales at goldstandardcabs.com or check them out on Facebook and Instagram at goldstandardcabs. Wassie Customs, Joel Wasserberger's sidekick. Remember, kids, cool shit ain't cheap and cheap shit ain't cool. That's Wassie Customs and on Facebook and Instagram. We'll have our Wassie Customs beer break later. Yep. Cobra Town Torres Motorsports, your race tech, pro circuit, W wheels, VP fuel, ride engineering, Troy Lee Designs, T-Rex throttles dealer out of Mile City, Montana. Instagram and Facebook, check them out at Torres Motorsports at Cobra Town LLC or call them 406-852-3858. That's Clint He's Backland. A, He's a rad dude. Yeah, raced vet class last race, pretty good. Jonah Kelly with Dean Kelly Construction. Three generations of new construction homes, remodels, and septic systems. Check them out on Facebook at Dean Kelly Construction. Or call Jonah, 605-415-0240. Or don't. Yeah. He, he didn't answer my phone call. I feel like his leg hurts. Yeah, he's probably all yeah looped out, as he would say. That sucks for him, by the way. Yeah, I know. We tried talking to him last time, but he didn't want to talk to us. Poor guy. Static Collective, creating a pedal to be static at times and taking the radness of life. Visit staticcollective.com to get your static gear. Find them on Facebook or Instagram at Static Collective. For GMX Indoor Motocross, we'll go over the Indoor Motocross a little 
race a little bit. And then Deadwood Moto presenting freestyle and motocross. Saturday, June 4th, boys. Woo. Pro race and freestyle. Get your tickets at deadwoodallin.com. Or go to Facebook or Instagram at Deadwood Moto for more information. Gates open at 6. Show starts at 7. There is a practice on Sunday. Yep. For, for anybody. That'd be a good time. That'd be really good. You going to ride, Chris? I don't know. You going to race? It's a pro race only. Oh, yeah. You going to ride so, yeah. practice day, though? Oh. <laughs> uh, maybe. Nice. Check it out. Did any, any of you guys see the uh, Go Big show with James? I watched the first episode. I, I watched, you know, the stuff that just on James, but that was pretty kind of cool, you know, see him out there. Yeah, that Isn't is cool. He, That's a big stage. It's not cool yeah. that him, he had to watch that chick eat all that yeah. fucking potato salad or whatever. <laughs> that grossed me out. But does, uh, Mike Neal, welcome back. How's it going, man? How you doing? Good. It's good to be back. Thank you for rejoining us. Yeah, you're welcome. What did you think of our intro? It was legit. And like I said... It makes you feel a little special hearing that guy say your name. Well, you are special. <laughs> Gage moment. Welcome back. How's it going, guys? How was your week? It was busy again. It, I mean, it's been good. It's really good. Having a lot of fun uh, just working on bikes and keeping people going. Sweet. Producer Blake. What up? What's going on? Nothing much. Working on my leg. That's about it. How's your How's your stank leg going? It's getting better. That's for sure. Yeah? Yeah. You want to ride this weekend? I might be able to sweet talk my dad and let me pit around with you guys. But Damn. You won't see me jumping or anything. Damn. It's going to be slick this weekend, though. You better stay off. Yeah. That's what I thought the last time I went out, too. <laughs> Jeez. Over in the corner. Dusty's gone. So, Brandon Woodhead. How's it going, guys? What's going on? Talk shit until he got in here today. <laughs> Absolutely. Someone had to do it. <laughs> Just sends me a Snapchat of a middle finger. Nice. Yep. yep. Just no, no contacts, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Just so uh, I call F you. I, I called him on his shit. <laughs> He's like, you never had me in for a podcast. I'm like, well, just show up then. So here you are. So here we are. Nice work. Yep. <laughs> what time did you get here? Well, I stopped in about three o'clock and uh, oh. here I am. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long day, Gage, yeah. boys. It's, that's it's a, that's happened a, to all of us. It's a lot of prep work. Well, he yeah. did take off for a little bit. Yeah, so. I did leave for like an hour, but I'm back. Gage's shop Still is beat a you here, so it doesn't matter. Warp. Yeah. Gage's yeah. shop is a time warp. Though. Anytime I come here after work, Kelsey's like, <sighs> Are you ever coming home? <laughs> and on the end of the table, you can't see him because we're not doing cameras because um, we do what we want. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. Braden Stiegel. How's it going? What's going on, bud? Not much. How you been? Making it. How's that new Honda life? I love that thing. Fun fact about Braden, 12 hours on a bike, it's clapped, trading it in. Yep. <laughs> it is an animal. Thir- I will give him that. 13, to be fair. It was, <laughs> okay. It was nearly done. <laughs> what did we go from? I forgot what you had before the two-stroke. Four-stroke, 450 Husky. Okay, so you had a Husky 450, traded it for a two-stroke. Yeah, which that two stroke looked tits, by the way. Yeah, was yep. mint, and now we're on Team Honda. Yeah, but I don't like two strokes. Learned that the very expensive way. So <laughs> <laughs> I try. So you like your four fifty better then? Very much. Yep. And he hadn't had it that long. He's already got what ten hours on it. Yep. Dang. So almost as much as he it's had. It's almost that. done. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Jesus. know what I'm going to buy next. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> RM Army. No. I've oh, done that before. Right, I'll no, never go on. back. Come Mike, back. there is one. Is that in Montana that Jeremy was talking about last episode? Oh, yeah. They have a brand new 2022, seven grand. I don't need a new one. Uh, it's exactly like yours, but just less hours. 
and new. I don't even know how many hours are on my bike right now because my hour meter, the the tape wore off. So I had to zip tie it to my shroud, but I zip tied it to where I couldn't see it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Did what I could on that one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, so I have no idea. It's like 40, 40 to 50, I would guess. Hmm. No, it's like 48, I bet. Well, just did an oil change like two hours ago. So nice. And you're about to be a homeowner. Yeah, finally, dude. We're excited. Can't wait. Do you want to share um, what you're most excited about about being a homeowner now? Having a garage. No. <laughs> Having kids. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Yeah, excited. Mike, Mike Neal bought a house to make babies. Yes, that that At was least the goal. is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, today we'll do a product review. Don't know what it is. Minnesota talk, fantasy talk, Ford GMX race, our uh, gold standard cabinet trivia, maybe, Gage's tech tips, static collective tire poppers, and what did we learn? Suck, Gage. We didn't ask uh, how your day's going or your week. Oh, yeah. fucking really good. Yeah. Um, had influenza, didn't blow my nose enough. That turned into sinusitis. So I've been sick for a while. Nice, <laughs> yeah. dude. And then his brake lights wouldn't turn off. Oh, that was cool. In your pickup? No, in my service truck. Oh, nice. Um, I got to the point where I pulled the fuse out for them, and they still stayed on. How's that work? Uh, it's fucked up. And then his cruise control doesn't work because the brake That's what I'm mad about is my <laughs> cruise control won't work. My ABS light's on, so my cruise control doesn't work either. That's bullshit. I know. Um, Brandon, biggest pet peeve? Ooh. Uh, my biggest pet peeve is uh, probably... S- when someone tries to tell you what the value of a vehicle or something that you're trying to sell is worth. Mm. That's it's only because you're trying to screw the county over on junk vehicles. <laughs> eh, I wouldn't say screw the county over, but <laughs> you know, you always get the low ballers that come in and they shoot you right at the hip and you're like, dude, why are you even wasting our time? Like I got, right. I got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> I thought if you're going to offer someone lower, like I feel like you should do it in person. Rather than like eighteen hundred bucks, would you take twelve hundred right away? Like, shouldn't you like come look at it and be like, oh man, like, what do you got to have? Do you have any wiggle room? You know, right? And you know, it's like I buy and sell a lot of stuff, and so when I know when I'm making a deal, like I don't just like just lowball them right away. You know, yeah, at least go give it an honest look before right before yeah. you shoot them in the toe. And it's like, well, you know, if someone doesn't respond to me, I'm like, I understand. You know, it is what it is, but yeah. Brayden, biggest people, pet peeve. When people can't drive, God, pisses me mm, off. You have to do better than that. Yeah. Like all Three quarter of this town can't drive. All the, Yeah, and it pisses 49 me off. 49 plates to be exact. Like, hey. Hey. hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> like, What's wrong with Sturgis? Sturgis, fuck. What's wrong with Dude, they're seriously, every bad driver seems like they're from Mead County. <laughs> it's Mead County or Wisconsin. Yep. Dude, fuck Wisconsin, too. They've been everywhere. <laughs> fuck, I know. Fuck, they're man. bad, too. They're bad. They're ants. Yeah. Sorry, Braden. No, but like somebody doesn't turn on red. No, 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 no. Like it just new one. No, that's <laughs> no, I'm not doing no, it. no. It's a very stern no. Too. No, yeah, that's you, all of our pet peeve. If you can't drive, fuck you. What? Wow, <laughs> lose your license. Wow, he stepped it up a notch. That maybe it works. Do you yep. remember my tire popper? I told you I wanted to do. Yeah. Before we recorded. Yeah. Can you text it to me? Yeah. Or are you going to steal it? <laughs> Probably option B. <laughs> oh, no. Go fuck yourself. Oh, I forgot it. Do you guys remember? Yep. You do? Gage and I have memories of elephants. Your tire popper? Yeah. Yeah. 
Can you text it to me so I can go first? Mike's saying no. <laughs> I didn't say shit. Can you text on that flip phone? He's trying to right now. I'm trying to right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's T9 Word, bro. Dude, I... <laughs> holy shit, I could cruise oh. on T9 Word back in the day. It's yeah, T9 Word, that's what I mean. You know what that. I need help with, um, boys? I haven't done my fantasy picks, and I would like everyone to help me, please. Uh, you don't want my help. You want Aaron Plessinger? I don't <laughs> want Aaron Plessinger. Joe broke, Shimoda. Broke his fucking arm. Joe Shimoda can get fucked. He's dead. <laughs> Uh, Minnesota race. What do you guys think? That's pretty good. Uh, Cooper Webb faded pretty good. Cooper Webb sucks. Yeah, he got he got lucky to get on the podium, I believe. Yep. Thank yeah. you, Chase Sexton. Yeah, and Mookie also went down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Mitch Olderberg didn't qualify. I can't believe Chase Sexton didn't get a concussion or didn't break anything. Yeah, man, that was violent. Did you see how bent his wheel was, too? Yep. Yeah. Holy smokes. I seen him trying to get back on. <clears throat> he couldn't get his f- foot over the fender. And then they finally, and then he was mad when they, like, told me I had to go away. But I was like, dude, the bike's not even rideable. Like, like the tire's going to hit the foot. Well, he didn't know that. Yeah. No. He's gotten a lot of heart, though. Like, yeah. He doesn't want to give up. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, at least to go over the finish line, get points. But Do we, do we need to wait, Gage? Nope. I should have won that. Money, yeah. <laughs> what about the Cali rider that got clotheslined? Oh, dude. Uh, who was that? What? You someone haven't seen that out, yet? Someone I, jumped off the side of the triple and got clotheslined by a yeah, camera, camera cable. cable. Yeah. Oh, did he land? Did he oh. land like on the wood? Right in front of um, Lesher. Jared Lesher has it has it on his Instagram as a post or whatever. But yeah, he comes falling out of the sky, gets his arm ripped off by the camera cable lands and crashes or whatever doesn't land on anybody there's like three or four people standing right there doesn't land on anybody gets up and walks away from it's right next to the bleachers right yeah yeah it is violent i saw the video of him like coming down out of nowhere the way his body bent it should have snapped something oh man you would think (laughs) in the spine it must be a toothpick though he probably doesn't weigh anything that's the last thing you would think of while you're riding a dirt bike that camera cable might kill me right there was a someone at the indoors one time. They were riding through the horse chutes uh, in the parking lot, and they got clotheslined by a horse cable, like, across the chutes. Oh, no, oh, really? Yep. Dang. Yeah, that's why you're not allowed to, like, really ride out back because... I thought we were going to see Ezra Molman die one day on the 500 when his um, throttle cable, throttle cable, throttle tube was cracked and his throttle stuck on. Oh, no. Jumped the berm. <laughs> Did he oh, go yeah, over a gate? Yeah, gauge? I remember that. Did he go over the gate into the garage? Yeah, he wheel tapped it, and then the bike flipped, and then yeah, he grenaded his a uh, collarbone and um, had all kinds of problems. It was one of those races you don't go in the garage, but he was in there. Yeah, I remember. God, because it collapsed along. His, his and bike shot over the fence, right? Or he shot over the he fence. He shot over the fence. And the just, bike didn't. I can't remember how. Just how just happened. the rear tire hit, and then the bike flipped a couple times. He got grenade out and <clears throat> yeah, broke his collarbone. He had to get that one because the muscle actually went between the collarbone. Oh, gross! So he had to had it plated, and, and then uh, he had a blood clot and like. Did he go through the little and, door? No, the big door. It big was door. the big door. Yeah, the big door. Okay. Dude, you're so lucky if you fucking square up and make it through the well, that's little door. That's what I thought. On that that's one. what I thought. <laughs> that's right. what I thought. That, that is the luckiest ticket. shit. That's in the what world. I was thinking. I'm like, God, thread the needle <laughs> yeah, while you're crashing your brains out. When that was towards the end of the night, so to not have anyone standing there oh, or yeah. coming in and out with a bike, I mean, because that would have 
really hurt someone else. I mean, the bike or him landing on someone would have been horrible too. Terrible, yeah. Um, Ken Roxon done. Yeah, dude. Uh, I noticed that in Glendale, dude. He didn't have any fight in him. No, he's done. Really. Yeah, like there, there's just nothing there. That old timer's done. Yeah. Anybody yeah. creep up on him? He just he just laid over and let no. It happen. Go ahead. Like, yeah, there was nothing nothing there. It's crazy. Um. I think he retires after Supercross. Actually, I have an idea. You want to hear it? Let's hear it. Um, Marvin Muscan retires. Mm-hmm. He would have to. Ken Roxon goes to KTM. Mm-hmm. That's your big idea? Yep. Still oh. going to suck. Yep. <laughs> what if he goes back to Suzuki? Listen. <laughs> you think Listen. he's going to go hop on Coop, Hep, Coop. Suzuki over there? <laughs> Cooper Webb goes to Honda. Ooh. Boom! Rearrange it all. There's your leaders next year. Tomac and Anderson did it. Mm. They almost just switched bikes, and now they're winning. But KTM's already had Kenny. So are yep. they going to take him yep. back? Back in 14 when they were only like putting four speeds in him. Yeah, still. Give him another gear, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think Kenny just gives it up. I think he's just done. No, I think he's going to KTM. No, I'll be surprised if he finishes Supercross, and I bet he quits. Exactly. Ryan, Ryan Dungey did that. He toughed it out through Supercross and then retired. Didn't race one outdoor that year. Yeah, that's true. I bet you that's what he does. You think um, I think Cooper Webb on a Honda looks like? Awkward at first, for sure. I think so. I think he looks even shorter on a Honda for some reason. I mean, not not like th- not like A-Mart short. Dude, <laughs> Alex Martin does not look like he belongs on a 450. Okay. Yeah. Does everyone in this room follow Moto memes besides Gage? He doesn't have Instagram. Yeah. You do not, Brandon. I do not. You need to get on there and go follow it. Photo memes it is good, dude. freaking hilarious. Yeah. They had a picture of a little kid in moto gear sitting on a Honda Goldwing. <laughs> it says Amart riding a 450. <laughs> dude, I like the one where uh, Lawrence and Forkner were parked next to each other on the top of the triple. Yep, there it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lawrence and uh, Forkner were parked next to each other on the triple, and Lawrence goes... What size of hoodie does your chick need? I'll send it or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, dude. That was damn funny. Those are really funny. Are you looking now, Brandon? Yeah, I am. <laughs> now you got me intrigued. Yeah, they're funny. <laughs> you out? Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no problem. That's fine. 20 fucking minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys watch the race? Brandon, Braden? I did. And? It was good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I did not. I was on the road traveling, so I didn't uh, get a chance to d- watch it. Were you super trucking? Yep. I did 5,000 miles last week. Holy shit. I don't even do that in a month. Yeah, it was uh, all the way down in Texas, all the way up to North Dakota twice. Damn. Well, about, from, from, here, from here to North Dakota twice, and then Texas and back. What are you going to do when the... Um, Diesel goes to $6 a gallon because Russia's on one. Uh, <laughs> as of right now, I'm stockpiling. I saw you were looking for a bulk tank <laughs> yep, on yep. Facebook. Right now, I'm stockpiling. Uh, I might be shutting down the old business for a little bit and going to get a job. You know what's funny? <laughs> is I was like reading new stuff, you know, about Russia invading and stuff. And then now I'm on Facebook. Not to get news, right? But I've just switched. And then I'm like, man, Diesel's going to get fucking crazy i should get some diesel and then here's brandon woodhead anybody have a thousand gallon, <laughs> thousand gallon bulk tank i'm like this motherfucker knows yeah it's coming 
Yeah, it's not going to be good. No. But good thing dirt bikes don't come out of Russia, right? Yeah. We sure all just buy Groms. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is riding around on a Grom or like a Z125 and yeah. out ripping. You've been on one of those? Uh, my buddy has a Z125, <laughs> and it's actually pretty fun. They, is it? Like, uh, he has a crash bar on his, so, like, we do wheelies and stuff on it. And, oh. And it's, they're not bad, but they're kind of overpriced for a 110, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. yeah like a street 110. Yeah. You get a headlight. Well, I mean, I could wire up a headlight on my 110 just as easy. Dude, I had a sick cube light on one of my 110s. Yeah. That was that. sick. <clears throat> Go to Farmingdale and ride in the afternoon yeah, no, in the evening. Drunk as shit in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> what, Mike? Welcome what? back. Hi. Minnesota, what do you think? I don't know. The track. Did you guys see the whoops in uh, qualifying? At all? Did anybody watch qualifying? I saw the freaking um, trench wire that they made through the middle of them. Dude, that was insane, wasn't that was it? Holy gnarly. smokes. I was I was surprised during the main event the whoops held up as good as they did. Yeah. Dozer whoops, bro. I don't know what they were. I don't know if they're dozer or dozer whoops. I have no idea. What's tomorrow? Um, Texas. Dallas. Dallas. Ooh. Triple crown. Triple crown. That's why we don't even need to help you with your fantasy team because all eight will be in the main number. No I did what. forget that it is triple crown. Yeah, so you'll be fine. Hmm. Did you lose it, Blake? Yeah. YouTube? Yeah, you guys are good now. You guys are yeah. teed together. Good? good. Nope. <laughs> Oh my god. Now like what? cutting it yep, out right there. Yeah. Lost. This isn't my favorite part. Why don't you <laughs> got it? Are you oh, serious? Yeah. yeah. Good? Nice. Good okay, cool. <laughs> what do you think of Minnesota? So Chris? what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> um I've been there, so I like it. I'd like to go again. I thought it was funny they were all bitching about carbon monoxide. And how, like, they didn't feel very good. And, like, oh, my eyes hurt so bad Saturday night. And I'm like, fuck you guys. Yeah, you don't was, even have two strokes in there. That's what I was thinking. Like, you guys didn't have one fucking two-stroke 50 class. Like, did you guys feel sick? Yeah, I felt sick, man. I feel really tired and weird. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, there's 80 bikes total. Yeah. Boys, we have a 460 indoor entry list to go through. In a smaller building. In 16 hours. With two strokes. Crimea River. And I know our ventilation system cannot be as good as Minnesota's. In a smaller building, too. Like, a way smaller building. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I thought they were being bitches. Yeah. Weak. Yeah. It's cold and I didn't feel very good. Yeah, there are a lot of them complaining that it's cold. They all had to pit inside. And <laughs> yeah. How cold was it? Do you know? I don't, but there's no way it was as cold there as it was here. I was sitting nasty here. Dude. I was uh, in Oaks, North Dakota, which is like an hour north of Aberdeen. It was like negative twenty before windchill. That's, That's temperature. Bullshit. Yeah. Oof. I'm it out. was <laughs> we were taking care of horses and uh yeah, hard no for me. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, that's miserable, dude. Negative twenty seven wind chill in Sturgis for like two days. I'm out. You live there now though. Soon, yeah. Spearfish wasn't any freaking warmer. Did you fix it again? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it's gotta slap the table. <laughs> you gonna have a house party, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably do something. You invite people? Yeah. Everybody on the podcast? When, when we get there. Give your address out? When, when we get that far. Oh. Supercross party? There's, Yeah, for sure. Do a burnout on the hardware floor <gasps> with that 125. Burnouts? Well, Did you one, go get the 125? You can deal with Scooter if you want to do burnouts. Oh. 
Have what? fun. It's Sturgis. It's got to break in the garage somehow. Scooter doesn't like to lose. Have fun. What do you mean doesn't like to lose? She's going to win that argument. She's going to whoop your ass. Dude. Oh, I thought you meant like win the burnout contest. No. <laughs> it was like sick. The opposite of that. Uh, <laughs> what if they did it in the garage? Still not going to happen. Mm, bummer. Scooters. I don't know if I want to go to that party. Maybe when the garage is detached, but there's a, a living room right above the garage. Oh. So that would go right into our house. Fucking Oddlands have a burnout pad at their house. They do. Oddlands have their own compound. They have multiple buildings with a badass wire fence. Like it's, it's sweet. Goats. Not gonna lie, the first time I went up there, I was like, I felt like I was on the episode of a walk of The Walking Dead. Um, like, yeah. oh fuck! I turned around before I got there. Did you? Really? Yeah, because I got like halfway up the road and I saw like the military fence, and they did not explain any of this to me. <laughs> me yeah, either. didn't it used to be an old missile site. It's, yeah, it was some shit like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I got there, I'm like, no freaking way, anyone lives here. And I whipped around. <laughs> they called Steve. He's like, oh yeah, you're almost there. I'm like, what? <laughs> Dude, can we talk about how good? Drew was last indoor. Sure. Oh God. God dang. He was, he was on the Russian. Um, that kid can. Why didn't you screenshot it and send it to me? It's 2022, Thomas. Come on, Captain Electricity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn. God damn. That's different. Oh, okay, God damn. Just don't stretch the cord. Uh, Drew can start a race. Dude, Drew can do everything in a race. He is crushing it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he straight rips. It is incredible. And it's even badass he's still on a two-stroke. I mean, it takes quite a bit of talent and a lot of control to be able to do that. Um, At 15 years old? Yeah, exactly. At 15, it's just unreal. Just crushing it. Good for him, though. Man, he is killing it. His his technique is so good, too. That's what's... I'm bummed Adam's hurt, too, because he was kind of on the same trajectory. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. He'll come back. Adam's a mini version of Drew, for sure. Right. They both ride. Speaking of, I had to chew some old dude's ass for yelling at Adam. Yeah, what the hell? That pissed me off. Good for you for standing oh, up Oh, yeah, for frick that guy. And if you're listening, frick you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yelling at an 11-year-old kid. Right. For At least he's out there flagging. What's your kid doing? Yeah, okay. So, Drew's on... The end of whatever section that was, those kind of like roller doubles, you guys were tripling it. Adam, sorry. Adam. Yep. Um, it was during a chick's race, and a chick goes down in the corner at the beginning of that section. So Adam's on the other end. There's a flagger standing next to the chick as she's getting her bike up and stuff, and this dude starts yelling. I'm standing next to Adam. This dude starts yelling at us, pay attention, and I'm like, do you see anyone down? And he's like, they're down over there, and I'm like, he's 11. Quit yelling at him. He said, like, you got to pay attention. I'm like, you can get the fuck out of here. And he left. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. That's the guy that I thought you were going to fight. Oh, the guy that I yelled at? Yeah, for yelling at Cody. Yep. Yeah, I thought you were going to fight him. Dude, he started raising his finger at her, and that's what really triggered yeah. me. Like, Mike, I, got, I got mad quick. Mike went... um microphone down clipboard down face red and started marching across the track wasn't looking for traffic or anything no i waited for traffic because i stood there looking at him for a second i thought um boys i fixed it when i had the table oh yeah i thought mike was gonna murder a dude i got there and said what i needed to and he fucked off and it was perfect (laughs) it's good and like most people don't know that like the flaggers aren't there to help your kid get up or get on the bike again oh super good point thank you that's what people understand is they're not there to to help your kid get up, nothing like that. They're there just to, you know, warn all the other riders and everybody else that somebody's down. Like, if your kid can't get up, 
unfortunately, that's kind of their problem. I always was taught when I was younger, if you can't pick up the bike, you're not allowed to ride it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I was taught. And I mean, and it's awesome to see you know these littler kids getting on bikes and stuff like that. But um, that is part of it. That yep. is part of it. Is if you can't pick it up and start it, you probably shouldn't be riding it. Yep, for sure. It's different if your kid's like trapped under the bike. One hundred percent. I get. But, I get. Like, but you, you running over and picking my bike off me when we were kids, Brandon. Yep. Like, exactly. If you're like, trapped get, under the bike, obviously help. But yep. like, if they just tipped over in a corner, they're for themselves. Yeah, it's on them. Yeah. Well, you still got to even if if someone crashed and the bike's laying on them, your main concern is no one lands on them while they're yes, down. Hundred Wait till wait till it's a clear time, and you know, I mean, generally there's a spot where you got time, then you can help them, but. You don't want someone to land on someone that's underneath a bike. No. So you got to warn them first. Yeah. Your number warn- one job is directing traffic away. Yeah. You don't want more people to crash. No. Exactly. Yeah. People don't value flaggers. So if you either. didn't know that, we're not here to, they're not there to pick your kid's bike up. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah. Nice work, Gage Mullen. Once a podcast, it seems like. We were sharpening foot pegs. Thomas has got it. He's not tall enough. Someone got a stool. <laughs> just turn it off. That's good. It's better just turn it off. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> that should be our Wasi Customs beer break. Should have been. It's every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That also was brought to you by MX Connection. <laughs> brought to you by MX Connection. The air compressor. It is busy day today. It is a Friday. Fridays are always busy. We're just teasing you, Gage. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> right there at the end. It happens, Gage. I forget a lot of things. Yeah. Um, did you see like Hutch what time get... the shop closes? No. Did you see Name Annie? Oh, yeah. First, thank you, Braden. First off, fuck you, Mike. What did I do? Running late. Oh, I thought MX Connection closed at 630. Dude, piss off. In my defense. <laughs> no. I, no. I have never <laughs> been here on closing time, and no. I've never been kicked out of the door. No. So I don't fully know Gage's hours. I just I just, I just, just know that he's there. What time does your salvage yard uh, close, Mike? Uh, five o'clock. Do you unload anybody after 430? 445 is cut off. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we do have a cut that off. Was, that was the worst excuse I've ever heard. I tried. I don't know when Gage closes. Oh, my God. I thought you guys closed at 630. Like I, thought, it, I thought I sold it pretty hard. Like, <laughs> it's, Thomas. like it's day one. <laughs> well, nice to meet you, Gage. Later. What are your hours? <laughs> yeah, I've only had the same hours for like oh, over 14 years. But I always call you, are you going to be there late? Yeah, okay, I'll be there. Yeah, but if you're not going to be here late, I don't come. Yeah, so it's not my fault. Yeah, you call him around maybe six o'clock. See if he's going to be there. No, like during the day, five forty-five maybe. <laughs> okay, you see Tanner name Manny get clobbered. Oof, <laughs> oof is <laughs> right. That's all I got is oof. He darted hard left though. He yeah, that wasn't <clears throat> no, not Hutch's fault. No, not Hutch's fault at all. Name Manny got weird on that. <laughs> well, you can see where he clipped it, and then. Ex- tried to exit stage left and it didn't work out. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, Tanner did not do that on purpose. No, no, no. no but like the whole thing was a racing incident. It yeah. happens. Hundred percent un- unfortunate. 
Cody didn't mean to wheel tap Tanner's head either. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, well, I think he would avoid that if he could. But yeah. God damn, did that not look <laughs> yeah. like it hurt both of them? Yeah, because they were in a different rhythm, and so when he was landing and cutting across, he was in the air. And yeah. uh, name Annie landed funny. That's why he shot over there. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, he clipped that landing. He clipped it or overshot it. I don't remember. Uh, he looked like he came up short, and then it threw him sideways and yeah. had nowhere to go. Yeah, it looked like it clipped his back tire and he shot. Left Moto Army on Instagram picked it up. Did they? They had a heyday with it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I was in the comment section. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good for them that they both got up uh, unharmed. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seemed like there's a lot, a lot of incidences in that one area. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was. It's it looked like a fairly safe section, honestly, but it is also hard to tell without riding. But I didn't see a lot of room for error there, or like a lot of room. To where it would be super critical if you made a mistake, I guess, is what I meant. Brandon, how did it feel to ride it, though? Um, You know, the track was kind of hard. And, like, in my opinion, it was, like, it was a little bit of technical, but a little bit of, uh, like, slow pace. So, like, it was hard to, like, click off laps. But it was also, like, you had to be on your toes to, um, you know, put in consistent laps and stuff like that. Um, You know, and and a big thing is that... uh, you know, I know like a lot of the mistakes were people kind of coming up short and, and stuff like that. And I did my fair share of not making some of the jumps. And um, it was kind of hard to judge because like when you can't see a landing, like you're like, well, I'm wide open. I hope this is enough. And then like you either have it or you don't. I mean, there's no, there's typically nothing in between. That's so comforting. Yeah. So like <laughs> you just hold her on and you're like, well, I think I have enough. And you're like, nope. Did the, <laughs> did the little F make it over the triple in the middle? One time. Did it? One time. Was it enough? No. (laughs) I landed on the top, called her a day. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm all right. I don't don't remember when this was, but this was a while back. And we're we're at track walk at some indoor somewhere. Uh, It was rapid, but some indoor, I don't remember what time. And just out out of nowhere, I heard Brandon Woodhead go, yeah, I don't think you can triple that. I've cased my fair share of triples, and that one doesn't look doable. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just heard that out of fucking nowhere. I was like, "Hell yeah, Brandon, me too." <laughs> yep, I'm glad he said that out loud. <laughs> yeah. uh. Well, the track seemed pretty busy, and I mean, it didn't give a lot of guys time to relax. <clears throat> I mean, you know, sometimes you got that one straight where you can kind of, yeah, it and. It wasn't bad track at all. I think it's a good, a really good track, but it just seemed like it was really busy. Yeah, it it seemed fun, a little jumpy. No, yeah. um, no whoops. Which Chris, you should have, you should have been fucking racing. It's the track that you've been wanting the whole time. No, 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 no. not happening. Mm-hmm. Like Leighton Anderson had a pretty good get off in that same section too. Dude, Holy crap! What happened gnarly. there? Did he seat bounce out on his gas tank or hit neutral or something? <laughs> like, I don't know what happened there. I just looked over. <laughs> He had and he was going it. face first. He, he bounced the front end. Yeah. I think he had to clip it, and it just shot him over the bars. Man. The, he had a little bit of a concussion there. He looked like he had it lost while he was in the air, though, before he ever clipped anything. Because when I looked over, I just seen ass Saw. over tea kettle. Seen it. Just <laughs> terrible. Looked bad. Um, Who's the kid that hit the fence? Uh, Pace and Allen? Yeah, Pace and Allen. Yeah, smoked that fence. Good to see him back on a dirt bike. Yeah, it's been a while since he's been racing. Sucks he plowed into the fence. Yeah. And Max It sounds it sounds like he's okay though. Um someone messaged me. Yeah, I don't think he broke anything. 
Yeah. So yeah. Which like a sprain or something surprised like that. me because I thought for sure he did a wrist. Yeah, that, that did not look fun at all. No. I was trying to announce on the top of that double or whatever. I'd try to watch the start, but I always had to get my ass off of there because they were one left-handed corner and they were coming my way. But I was like trying to see who it was, and I couldn't see for like two laps. But yeah, yeah when I finally seen it, I was like, oh, that sucks. Because he's pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. The last time we saw him, he was an 85? No, he's raced indoors on a 250F for sure. Yeah. No, I'm before this year. Yeah, he's raced. Uh, not this year, but he raced last year on a 250F. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. I just remember I, him I on an 85. I, and He, he was, raced the fair race, too. He was cruising, and then all of a sudden, 250F. Yeah. He was at Deadwood, too. Oh, yeah. Freak me, I guess. Way to pay attention, Chris. Yeah, sorry. Little Max Mikowski is having a really good heat rate. Like, during the day, the heat races, he was yeah. He was hooking. He's a good rider all around, too, though. Yeah. Like, man, Max always crushes it. He's had some bad starts in the main. <clears throat> Struggling a little bit there. He's got really good whoop speed for being so small. Yeah, like, really. incredibly good whoop speed for being a little guy. Yeah. Good for him. That's yeah. a good family. They're, they're awesome to talk to. Yeah, him. Mike is awesome. I like his dad. Yep. He's a super cool dude. Yep. Every time I talk to him, he's in such a hurry. His glasses are just fogging up <laughs> like crazy. I'm like, take a breath. Take a breath, Mike. We're good. <laughs> He's always hyper too. He's yep. he's wound tight. He's always just going, going, going. Yep, yep. yep. I, I like to. Mm-hmm. I always I always make sure to say hi to those guys at least once. Yeah. Little Camden pulling out the win in the main. Yeah. Good finally, for Camden. about Dang. time he showed up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he got I think two wins, and then on the last one he got a bad start. Was working his way up, and then uh, went down about halfway through. Yeah, that was one thing about the track. It was extremely hard to uh, make up time. It seemed like it just everyone was doing everything basically the same. It, there was nothing to separate anyone really. Did Drew do the trip in the middle? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Did he? Oh yeah. Like almost every lap. Yeah. Yeah. That was ah, damn. That, so track. Logan Austin Ford wasn't doing it on his two fifty F very often, and. Uh, if a guy rolled the, or doubled the triple in front of you, you couldn't really triple it. Yeah. It seemed like they were taking the same line. Um, so I told Drew, I was like, dang, dude, if if uh, if you can rip a whole shot and you can get Austin Fort in second, you might be able to hold Peters off for the win in the main event tonight. Like, right. I was, but I seriously think he could have. Like, Drew was crushing it last race. I was stoked. Yeah, cause what Peters caught him with about a lap and a half left. Yeah. On, yep. On that one... I don't know if it's two. God, Ryan's just so solid, though. Oh, yeah, it was, was four fifty a. Was four fifty a? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Kelso made him a snack pack. Oh, really? Yeah. What did it consist of? Um, True American sparkling water. Nice. Uh, Scooby snacks. Licorice. Um, those like almond butter wafers. That's a sandwich and a couple other things. Nice. I handed it to him, and he like gets in there. He's like rips out the Scooby Snacks. He's like shaking it in Elika's face. He's like Scooby Snacks. So I blame all his wins on that. <laughs> nice. Yep. He was on a rail though. Gotta yep. give it to him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's cruising. He did. I mean, when he did uh, end up beating Drew that one moto, I mean, he went down second corner. Yeah. Charged all the way back. Kudos to him. Yeah. Guy can ride. Yep. His you know what I don't? Is crazy. You know what I don't like about him though. I stand on the side of the track, and I know that motherfucker can see me, but he won't look at me. <laughs> you stand on the side of the track, and Brandon's going by you. He's, like, run, trying to run over your toes and yelling at you. Well, I'm typically in last place. Wow. So. I don't <laughs> care. It matter. Still acknowledges you're there. <laughs> I'm just out Honestly, to have fun. I, I probably wouldn't see you. I, I focus on what's in front of That's me. That's bull crap, dude. Not what's off to the side. That's baloney. I'm, I'm, 
one of the jumps like uh on the finish line didn't he like look over at you or something though he air bonered yeah that's what i thought every time yep every time <laughs> in the main events yep it's funny i didn't know what to say because i don't want to say boner over the microphone so i'm just like <laughs> ah yeah. peter's taking the win <laughs> straight up and down because i remember he looked over at you like there you go yep there's your your photo um can we get back to whips for the wins, please? God damn it. I don't know what's going on. Did you hear my announcing, Gage? You probably weren't there yet. No. Uh-uh. Mike had to go take a poop, so I took over. Yeah. <laughs> Crushed it. <laughs> I Nailed heard, it. I heard him in the pooper. <laughs> yeah, I just tried to do it. <laughs> I did proud. not know that there were speakers in there. What? Yeah. In dude. the shitter? Yeah. There is? Yeah, I could hear you plain as day in there the whole time. I was like, dang. People can and hear there's me. a heater in there. People can hear me while they're peeing. <laughs> wow. That's yeah, it's like being in the stands. It's yeah, no it, different. Yeah, that's crazy. That's entertainment right you there. You can almost hear you better in there because there's no dirt bike sound. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. It's crisp. So next race, Mike's going to film and I will announce. Yeah. Nice. Actually, Grable did talk about getting a second microphone. That'd be sweet. Yeah. That'd be cool because you guys would like work off each other. Then you don't get a video though. But if that happens, we need our own announcer stand. Justin. Yeah, we need like a crow's nest or yeah. some kind of booth. Somewhere where it can be quiet and you can just hear Chris and I talk. Prefer, why not just have a raised, like, because elevated in the middle of the track? That's what you, I want. That's what I want. Here yeah. you go. Middle of the track. Well, yeah, we have middle wireless We have wireless microphones, so yeah. we could have a portable crow's nest that you could just put. Yeah, somewhere it's safe. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want mine on a headset, though. Mm, you don't want to do the headset thing. You feel weird. Trust me, I had to do it for a freestyle show once for James. It's the most awkward thing I've ever done in my life. You don't know what to do with your hands. I seriously just had my my hands crossed in front of me on my tummy while I was talking because <laughs> I didn't know what to do with them. Usually, I have a clipboard, a microphone, and my hands are busy. Okay, no, I feel, I feel we won't. I won't bitch about the microphones. Glass three sixty though, swivel chairs in there. Yes, elevated. Yes. Yep. Just buy a deer stand. <laughs> deer stand would work. <laughs> that would work. Actually. That would work would perfect, work. Brandon. That's not a bad idea. Stick us in there. Hear that, Justin? Yeah. If you're listening, make it happen. Runnings has them on sale. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't, Fleet Farm probably does. If Fleet Farm doesn't have it, you don't need it. Fleet Farm is the shit. I like that story. No, fuck Fleet Farm. I've been there two times. The one time I needed a pickaxe and they didn't have it. Why? I guess I didn't need it. No. There you go. <laughs> you can buy everything from guns to pizza in that place. Yeah. If they don't, yeah. And gummy bears, yeah. It's a weird yeah. experience. Go fuck yourself on the axe, though. Yeah, <laughs> you need a pickaxe. Go to Menards. Optional equipment. Yeah, save big money. Eleven percent back. <laughs> Goddamn plug right there. <laughs> when they start sponsoring. Do you us. hear me, Menards? Um, what else about indoor races, boys? I was stoked for my brother-in-law Gray. He jumped all the jumps and he was riding really. He was good, riding actually. really good. Yeah, yeah. heat races. Good. He did really good in heat races. Yeah, I couldn't believe how good he was riding. Yeah, which is good for him. Brandon, are you doing the next one? Um, I normally decide about uh, midnight the night before. <laughs> nice. Go look at the track. Yeah. Uh, if I, uh, when I do race or ride, it's all for fun. So, I mean, if it looks like it's fun, then I come out. But weren't you telling me that like a hair poked out in your butt and you were just riding all the time? Yeah, basically. And, uh, you know, we've been going out to Farmingdale a little bit and, and just out having fun with it. I mean, I... I did it competitively for a lot of years and just kind of got burnt out on it. So I actually sold everything I had and then ended up just buying another bike and just having fun with it now. Isn't it crazy how we just can't get away from it? Right. That itch just comes back and you're just like, God damn it. Here I am buying another dirt bike. (laughs) 
was actually right with him at Farmingdale, and uh, he's still doing some pretty impressive stuff oh, out there. He does stuff that, like, I would, like, if you just look at it, you're like, there's nothing there. And then all of a sudden, here comes Brandon. There's 250 on the rev. We're right. Any place that's shaded is frozen, you know, because we're in the middle of winter. And uh, there's a big bank, and there's a cutout, and another bank that was <clears throat> basically vertical. And he, him and Alex McPherson are looking at it. Like, what are you guys looking at? Like, we're going to step that up. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> I mean, the bottom, the transition was so poor. Like, nah. And they looked at it. I don't know how long you guys looked at it. it was a we while. rode this bank for quite a while. It's actually a bank that uh, Mike Neal and Alex uh, played around on for quite a bit anyways. but Oh, really? Is yeah. it the one that I built a little track on, on the, ba- the side of the hill? Like, I don't... Oh. 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 Back? Oh. There you go. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Got it. So <clears throat> Alex and I were riding on a farm one time on a bank. And I built like a sweet little track. You had to like hop a little creek and then ride the side of it, and you could do a little weird double, and then you double yourself out of it again or whatever. I'm pretty sure that was the bank. So you guys, were, it, you it guys had, were probably hopping the creek and going straight up that thing. Yeah, but the the ledge like sloughed off. Oh yeah, and it was uh, it was icy at the bottom, and it was a pretty big, it was a pretty big <laughs> step up for for the transition going up and. Went yeah. over the bars once and made it twice. So. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, because Steagle's out there for that. Yeah, he comes out of a weed patch. Just <laughs> dicked. Wild. Just dicked. <laughs> then it breaks loose on the ice for a second and hits even more rev limiter than it was already on. Yeah. And then it goes across the top. It was impressive. Yeah, free riding. I, I really enjoy free riding, especially out of Farmingdale, whether it's uh, creek bottoms, woods riding, I mean, hitting jumps. I'm kind of game for it all, just as long as it's fun. We should just go out, all all of us go out and do that one day. That'd be fun. It's fun to go with Brandon because he does shit you don't even look. I'm trying to think. It was me, you, Dusty, and Name Manny. Yep. Um, it was the jump right before. One of you got a flat tire. I don't remember if you were Name Manny. It was me when I got my flat front tire, I think. And didn't you bump some some slime off that side-by-side dude or some air or something? That was my back tire, yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was my back tire. The jump before that, it was like the trail went down the middle, and it was like kind of went around some weeds, and then you're basically jumping a big plateau. Do you remember that? Yep. How far do you think that is? It was that one that I brought you guys to by the shell bank. Yeah. Uh, 70? Uh, oh, I mean, it's probably 80-something. It's third gear wide open on a little F. Bro. <laughs> was it that first one we hit the other day? Yeah. yeah it's. I'm like, there's... This is, there's bit nothing of, here. Every bit of 80. Okay. You yeah. have half a bike to land on. Yeah. And you're either clipping the top or you're landing flat. <laughs> or there's half a bike length in between. And he took like um, maybe one sight jump where he cased it a little bit and just, what? I could do trick this. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Tanner gets Sendy out there and then I'm like, oh, I can't do that. And I'm like, oh, I better try at least yeah. to make sure I can't do it. <laughs> and the thing is, he's doing it on a 250F. You know, Alex is out there on a 450, and after he did it, he's like, well, or that step up I'm talking about now. <laughs> Alex is looking at it, and Brand's like, well, I did it once, and that doesn't count unless you do it twice. Well, the second time, <laughs> he cased it, ro- rolls off the bike, like bike rolls down the hill, picks it up. Well, I got to try again. <laughs> so he sends it a second. A third time, a third time he made it, but I mean, 
he's like barely his clip is retired, but he's making it. It was it was pretty cool. But yeah, that uh, big table was was pretty impressive. That looked neat. It's it's quite a ways. Yeah, and like the one after that that you got a flat on, where it's big yeah, gap. That, that big one, big gap. Um, you like if you don't if you have a flat tire and you don't know it going up that <laughs> you don't go far enough because you slid out having holy a bad day. shit you uh it's hard enough to do it on a good running all tire all air tired a uh, little f let alone <laughs> let alone like anything else a no tired little f <laughs> yeah, exactly did name manny do it first yep and name. then you were trying to get the run up to yeah. it don't you hate that do somebody else does it and you're like I can do it. Fuck Bro, it. I was I was getting nervous because he took like four runs at it, but couldn't get couldn't get it clutched right. And I'm like, you shouldn't do this, Brandon. And then finally, yeah, you got to get it figured out. Send it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it was it's pretty difficult because it's like a step up, but you jump up over like a ravine, pretty much. I mean, it's uh, I bet. I mean, that thing was like third gear on the freaking. Pull that mic up a little bit. It was like third gear, like on the nuts, but there's a couple bumps in in the runway. In the middle of a corner. In the middle of a corner, so like it could get saucy real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Those are always the funnest, though, because if you have to hit it wide open, at least you know how fast you have to go. Yeah. So you're like, okay, no problem. Isn't that almost better? It is. You just know you have to go absolutely as fast as you can, and you're going to make it. Yep. If you make one mistake, back out. Yep. (laughs) Yep, Exactly. That's 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 like those are the easiest jumps. Right. Like you're either in it and you get it, or you're. Those are the best because you like as soon as you figure out the gear, you're like you have to dump this gear. Yep. And then you're gonna you're gonna do it. Yep. I I agree a hundred percent. Until your fuel pump takes a shit and it bogs. (laughs) It's happened to all of us. I broke my wrist that way. Did you? Yep. God. I leaned my bike over to help. Uh, uh, it was Jericho up as uh, Jericho Hunt uh, Cummings. It was out at Oakville, and uh, he tipped over. I stopped. I shut my gas off. I, I opened up the. Uh, I picked up his bike, got on my eighty-five, and I took off. Forgot to turn my gas back on on the face oh, yeah. of a jump. Freaking uh, ran out of gas on the face of jump. End off. Of, Yep, and it broke my wrist. Nah, that sucks. I was talking at the indoor race to um, Dino Frey. They've been doing pictures. So Fry. Fry? Fry. I think it's F-R-E-Y. Yeah, but they say Fry, Okay, Frey. Dino Fry. Sorry, Dean. <laughs> he was giving me this story about him and Billings and his chain broke. <laughs> and then he got a new chain and shit. And then it broke at the indoor race. <laughs> oh, it did? Yeah, I was standing kind of by where Scotty flags, you know? And look in the other way, and I just hear rev limiter and smack into the face of a double, you know? And I look over, and it's Dean, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And he picks his, he gets up and rolls his bike off. There's his chain laying there in the middle. Is that when he cased on the triple? Not the, yep. no. He, he yeah, crashed was, on the triple, and then I didn't see him after that. Yeah, uh, okay. Center triple. That He got up and went after that, though. Oh. And then he got to that double. It was right before you would go off to. Before the finish line? No. After the start straight left-hander, that rhythm section, okay, yeah, it yeah. was right where the medics were. Oh, smacked shit. into the face of a, because I'm assuming it broke and he lost all his momentum. Dude, you know? so have you ever like accidentally been in neutral or something? Yep. And your body momentum goes forward? Yep. Like, because you're so braced for your throttle control. Yep. yep. But yeah, dude, if that's not there and your body goes forward, I'm surprised you didn't go flipping through that rhythm section. Smacked the face of that thing, dude. Pulls his bike off, doesn't know his chain's broke because he's like mad because he wrecked, you know. And I see him click his bike into gear and I'm like, oh, you're not, 
you're not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm holding this chain behind him. <laughs> he sees me hold this chain <laughs> after he just broke one in Billings. Oh, my God. That poor guy. It, it shit the master link out yep. again. No way. Yep. Jeez. Two, two in a row. That's rough. Dude, but do you guys remember the outdoor series this last summer? Dudes were breaking chains left, right, and center. Like, there was like six or seven DNFs yeah. that I can think of yeah. from chains. You think they get like a bad batch or something? Yeah, the steel maybe is bad or something. Yeah, like, they, I don't know. they get a bad pour or something. I don't know how I'm that sure works. I'm sure they like, you would think, like, if it's on an assembly line or whatever, they pull one off once in a while and test it. Oh, you know? yeah, you would think. I mean, chains breaking is sketchy. Yeah, that's gnarly. Knock on wood, I've never had it happen. So same. Out of twenty-two years on a bike, I've never had it happen. That surprises me. As wicked as your bike is all yep. the time. Yeah, I've never broke a chain, but I've had them cut out, shut off, all that business. But I've never broke a chain. I don't. Yeah, that I can remember anyway. The worst that I did, I broke a swing arm in half. That did happen on my super mini. Yeah, I remember Jesus. that. Yep. That's an indoor. Yep. I'm surprised my fat ass never broke any swing arms or frames or anything like that. But wheels, bro. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm real hard that. on front wheels. I've seen uh, my brother had it happen, but uh, somebody's like the the sprocket bolts come loose and break a hub. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Derek Haug had that happen to him. So we got to tighten them from the backside. <laughs> yeah, I had that happen on my 450 Husky. Bad day. It's all that power, bro. <laughs> That thing didn't have any power. No, oh my. Chris, when's your cow we get in here? The the special racer. Yeah, I don't know. We have to ask Eric. Yeah, I thought you were getting one. Yeah, we're all getting one. Five of them. I thought you were gonna get one though. I thought you were over your KTM bullshit. Um, I if I was gonna get anything, it'd be a Honda. Hey, oh, really? Yeah, switched after riding Cody Kohlhoff's Honda. Mm. That's what I would get. That one's not even fast. It's a it's works edition. Fast enough. It's. They make plenty of power. He, it was on. <laughs> you should ride mine. I've told this story. His was on the media map, and mine was on go as fast as a go map with mixed race gas in it, and his was still going faster. Than well, mine. yeah, that's not impressive. You have a I KTM. Was, I was like, ooh, I was like, Cody, can you maybe turn this down a little? <laughs> I don't like it. I rode his in uh, Bowman one time, and he had the traction control on, and I hated his bike. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Absolutely hated it. I was like, I can't corner this thing you can't lean like nothing this this bike sucks and then he turned that off and i loved his bike yeah. i was just like yeah this is a completely different motorcycle in my defense though since i changed that fuel pump mine is night and day difference oh really yeah like kind of like um i don't want to say scared me but like like going off of jumps and you crack it you know i was like holy shit what was that way way different it's been failing for a little i think while. it's been going out for a while because it used to do a thing where like if you didn't let it warm up for a while it would be a little cutty, and I just thought it was cold, you know? And when you had starting problems with that for a while, too. Yeah, and then this last time I got on, it was cold, and I let it warm up a safe amount, but no extra. <laughs> and you took off. warm up? Yeah. <laughs> now, before, I would, like, let it, you know, putz around a little bit, you know, make sure. And this one, I was like, ah, you're probably good. Clicked it gear, and it was just throttle right now. Good. Good. That's what nice. other problems have you had? That's it. Hmm. All the other ones is me wrecking it. It's a whole lot more problems. Oh, I was going to ask you. Um, so, like, when you wreck, like, your confidence is weird, right? No. Not Brandon. Shut up. <laughs> no. no it's, <laughs> it's weird because, like, it's almost like a... Actually, I was kind of talking about this earlier today. You too, Brandon. I guess you too, Gage. Shouldn't we be scared of these fucking things by now? Many well, times, well, here's, here's as many my, times as we've crashed them my and gotten hurt like, and all this bullshit. For me mentally, like if I screw something up, like didn't go fast enough or went too fast, 
that fucks with me more than the bike shutting off. Because I didn't do anything. That was the bike's fault. Yeah. So in my mind, it's two different things. Right. Because, like, I didn't do anything. I was on the throttle, committed, and the bike failed. I didn't fail. So then, yeah. So then I don't care. I'm like, as long as the bike's running fine, I'm fine. Yeah, I guess I I don't know if, if a bike has ever failed me, I've brought it to gauge, and then after that, like, I'm confident in that bike. I don't, I've never second thought it, I That's guess. what I'm saying, but, like, if you short something and get hurt really bad or a jump messes you up really bad. Does that I hurt feel your like, confidence? Yeah. If I if I messed it up, it's worse. It's weird because me, no, it does not. Um, oh, look, look at me, Mike Neal. No, it, it nothing fucking scares me. No, it's not that, but it it is weird because once you put your helmet on and you start riding, it, it takes literally two seconds for it to come back, and you're like, okay, I remember how this all works, and I remember how to do do it all. Brandon, can you not agree with that? No, Brandon no. doesn't get to talk in this. <laughs> okay, Gage has been hurt many times, and when you come back the first day, like. Maybe like the first couple of laps, you feel a little weird, but once you start, once you clear something perfect, and then once you rail a corner good, you're like, okay, it's coming back. Five laps into it, you feel comfortable. Thing is, like, <clears throat> I think, you know, as late as we are in this whole journey, I think a lot of it. You're later than most. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I think for me, a lot of times, if, if I make a mistake and something happens, like, is a fluke. Like, ah, I just chalk it up. That happened as a fluke. Like, it shouldn't happen. You know, I cross-rutted or, or, you know, I over or underestimated something. Generally, it's overestimating something. And it's like, well, as a fluke, it shouldn't have happened. You know, and it, I just chalk it up as that. It wasn't, I don't know, hurt my confidence as much. But I, I do notice as I'm getting older, like, especially when I went riding with Brandon, like, my confidence in, isn't there. I'm not willing to take the risks, especially this early in the season when we're middle of winter and I haven't been riding. You know, like, I see these guys do something. I'm like, yeah, I don't like that takeoff. I don't like that landing. Like, I'm not going to send it on that. But there's some stuff I was doing okay on. Like, there's things I'd go out there and I was like, okay, this feels comfortable and I like this, so I would, I'd be okay. But on something that where I didn't like something, I just didn't have the confidence to send it where, you know, 10 years ago, well... I don't, so, li- I don't like it, but I can figure it out. You're getting smarter than us. <laughs> it's finally starting to click for you. But like on a crash, <laughs> like if, if I crash, it's like, well, I, I is a fluke. It wasn't normal, you know. I don't know if that makes sense. but It is weird, though. Like, So if you were to crash and break your arm and then wake up the next day and you were able to go ride, you'd probably be way more timid. But if you crash and break your arm, you have to sit out x amount of weeks right you're sitting there six eight weeks that's yeah two months you're like all right i'm ready to get back on my dirt bike and then when you start riding again it's crazy how fast it comes back to you like i it, think you're so over it by that point your arm being broke yeah you're, like you're just so like, over it that you're you just you forget how bad it hurt when you yeah. broke that arm so then when yeah. you're not scared of your dirt bike by the time you can get back onto it yeah and then you just hop back onto it and then yeah it's just crazy how fast it comes back to you mm. you just you just start remembering everything yeah do you experience something different, Chris, or what? No, like, mine's like if the bike did something and it wasn't my fault, I write it off as a fluke. Bike's fault, not my fault. So, like, it doesn't. I don't ever think about it if the bike's running good. But if it's something I did, I think about it a little harder. What do you think about, though? Like, what? So do you think, like, okay. Re- I, repeating that. 
So do you th- do you think like okay if I would hit that like with a little th- bit more throttle? I'm in therapy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but show do you us think on about this bear that? Where it hurt you? Huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Show us on this bear where it hurt you. <laughs> show us how, what the dirt bike did. Yep. Damn it! Now I lost my train of thought. Brandon doesn't get to talk of this because he just. As soon as his helmet goes on, it's just, I feel like the whole time inside of it, it's just, but you, <laughs> you literally the rev limiter. Like, you don't change out. though. Like hmm? when you put your helmet on, you don't change. You're not a different person. Um, takes about two laps. Nah, dude. As soon as that helmet goes on, Mm-mm. like it's I got it. Can it's, I pipe in? <laughs> yeah, let's go, Brandon. Let's hear it. So, I feel like you're going to be on my side a little bit here. Right. So for me, um, you know, I've, I've been riding bikes as long as I can remember, basically since I've started walking. Um, you know, so it's just the confidence of always, you know, I've, I've the confidence and experience, you know, like I've had some freaking, I've piled myself up more than I can even count, but I'm never scared. I could literally pile my brains up, throw a new helmet on literally that day and go do the same jump. Not even question it. Like I've, um, you know, yeah, it's, for, we're, we're just confident in our skills. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and there's, and there's some things like. I was always taught that uh, it's always 90% rider, 10% bike. Um, and my dad, he's put together every single bike that I've owned. And I I trust anything that that guy says or does to my bikes. Um, you know, but it's, for instance, one instance I can think about. Uh, one time I, I was at the fair race. It was a second gear wide open triple out of a corner on my 252 stroke. I knew I hit it in first gear and I knew I was, I knew I was screwed hit my head off the handlebars, busted my eyebrow open, wide open, finished the moto, went and got stitches, came back and finished the race like that same day and like act like it's it never a long even happened. But still though, like, do you not see his point? Yeah, I get like, it. Yeah, like, I get it. No. Like you were confident in yourself. Like I just fucked up that one time. It's not going to happen again. I know what I did. It'll yeah. be fine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And calculated risk. Yep. And, Every time, no matter what you're doing, whether it's a corner or a big jump or something like that, you're always taking a risk. I mean, no matter what you do, everything is a risk. Um, you know, you just do the best you can to not make mistakes to have those kind of risk or something like that to hurt you, I guess. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's, that's my like, mindset on all And you of it. do learn. A good example. You learn from your crashes, too. Like, yep. Uh, there's, there's plenty of things that I've learned just from crashing my brains out. And you're like, okay, don't do that twice because having your arm in a cast for six weeks sucks balls. Yeah. A yeah. good example is that Blake breaking his leg, dabbing his foot, and hitting a rock. Yeah. Right? Fluke. Fluke. You yeah. know, but sometimes you got to learn how to crash to learn how to not get hurt. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's no different than, like, for instance, going out to Farmingdale and you see me wad myself up on a hill climb and you're like, why the hell is he doing that and doing that to his bike? Well, at the end of the day, it's going to make me a better rider if I was to be able to do, you know, get up that hill climb and, and teach that technique a little bit, you know, like everyone's like, oh, you beat the hell out of everything you own and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, that's just how my mind works is that I can't, how am I supposed to, you know, check, like, how am I supposed to check myself and check my limits if I'm not pushing them? Yeah. Mm. Well, and the one thing I don't get is like people like, well, yeah, he was racing, but you know, yeah, this big race, but he didn't do well because he's injured. It's like, do you realize every single person on that gate is injured? <laughs> right. 100%. One I way mean, or another. I mean, even as a broken toe or a broken collarbone a year ago, 
there's no one on the gate that's 100%. You can't tell me that that Loretta Lynn's, like, well, yeah, he just came off a wrist injury. It's like, well, you know how many guys are on there that had a wrist injury, like, within the last week? (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Or the last six months, for sure. Yeah, or the last two years. Everyone has something that they're dealing with. So I don't buy into the whole, well, he didn't do well because he had an injury. Now, it's different if it happened that day and he's still really dealing with it hardcore where you can't block it out. There's a point where you can block stuff out. There's a point where it's like it's on the forefront and it's bothering you to the point where you can't push through it. So I just don't get the whole... I mean, look at Ken Roxon. There's no way he's riding in no pain. Oh, yeah. he's He's got to be hurting. Both yeah. his arms, dude. And dignity. E- e- Eli Tomac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. His ego is pretty rough. <laughs> I mean, Eli Tomac, he's had plenty of injuries. Not really. Eli Tomac's gotten through pretty dang squeaky clean. I mean, he's got his shoulders and some heat stroke issue. But, I mean, that's not bad. But still, everyone has something that they're dealing with. Look at AC. Yeah. Dude, AC's Speaking of AC, it. screw Zach Osborne. AC needs to announce. Dude, AC was crushing AC it. Was was super good. Yeah, he was yeah. fucking. I forgot I was going to bring that up. Zach Osborne, like, no offense, bro, but piss off. Like, yeah. AC was I get, way better. Like, you could just tell that Zach was just, like, nervous and kind of yep. scared and sheltered. But AC was like, he's so I'm going to get this bitch and I'm going to run it. Yeah. AC I got was Mookie so, fever. He's yeah. just yeah. all about yeah. it, dude. Yeah. He's like pumped, just like we are. You know, like it's like, watch dude, it. you do realize you race these guys, right? Like, you might yeah. want not might not want to blow them so hard. But he was all about <laughs> it. Yeah. I like that they were asking him questions about ruts and rhythm oh, and stuff yeah. too. And, and his like, answers, dude, is yeah, just super good. Just good. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he'd been doing it for fifteen years. Like, <laughs> like I know, he, I know, he wants to go ride, but like, quit riding, bro. Do that. Yeah, that was way good yeah, and safer, <laughs> right? Yeah, and yeah. safer. He does. Hey, he does wreck a lot. Do you he's know, a rough go. When, I think yeah. he relates with racers better. Yeah. And probably the general public, but that's what, you know. Or who, hardcore fans, for sure, yeah. Yeah, hardcore fans, they're going to be more into it. And you can tell the excitement and the enjoyment he got out of just being there and being part of it again. Yeah, know? I hope he does the next couple. Is he doing this weekend? I don't know. Oh, man, I hope, I hope so. so. Triple Crown, that'd be good. That would be good. I wish I knew him. I could text him. Do you know his name is? He has Twitter, and he's pretty active. Is he? Yep. <laughs> his his actual Twitter. name is Adam Michael. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Adam Michael Cianciarillo. Sick brag, dude. Or Michael Adam Cianciarillo. <laughs> Not Adam Michael. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Adam Cianciarillo. Michael. So his first name's Michael? Michael Brett. Adam Cianciarillo, yeah. I must be gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys want to take one of these? Is that the Joel Wasserberger piss break? That's the Wassie Customs um, break. And fun fact, that's Brandon Woodhead's bike. Nice. <laughs> I need a couple more R's in there. <laughs> definitely at the Not enough. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Every, every fucking time. Thank God I only drink once every two months. Boys, I'm heading out. Cinnamon. Get, get us a cinnamon before you go. Thomas. Huh? Give us a cinnamon before you go. <laughs> Mike. Cinnamon. Mike ripped his whole mic out to get that. <laughs> Here, take mine. We're Thomas done. is taking off. Right. See you later, Thomas. Goodbye, Thomas. Head up to see his folks. We should have one more uh, pack everybody in my apartment party before we move out. Oh, Gage, um, we need a piece of paper for trivia.
I don't even have any friends. Oh boy, I got a pen here. That's why I drive a single cab. <laughs> paper, got it. No okay. What are you gonna write on that paper, Gage? Bunch Tri- of shit you don't remember tri- anyway. Trivia stuff. No, we're getting. Well, I'm getting it. Okay. I'm getting it. Are we doing trivia now? Uh, yeah. Let me call Ernest. Ernest Lafferty. Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. We, we might be related. Really? Yeah. Well, isn't he related to Alexa? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're talking so. about that before you got here. I'm pretty and sure. And then I would like to hear the thumb story, Brandon. Okay. What was the other one? Uh, oh, your dad putting that bike together. That's how he started riding. <laughs> That's cute. But I want to hear the thumb story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. For now, shut up. Okay, so are we doing Mike or Ernest first? We're going to do trivia, but uh, fucking Bluetooth. You just call him Ernie. That's what I've always called him. Ernie. Ernie, Ernie Ernest. Ernie. Ernie Lafferty. Roadcaster Pro. What's his number? I've literally never seen him on a dirt bike. Kate should know it. I should. I. That's right there. What's Mike's number? 188. No, Mike Lafferty. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is 241. Ernie is yep. one digit away from that. 242. No. 240. Yeah. 100. 240. 1,000. He's 1,000. <laughs> Jeez, Gage. Let's see if I remember how to do this. I see so many bikes, it's hard to keep everyone straight. Hello, fellas. Hello. What's going on? Nada. Ernie's laughing. Ernie, how's it going? Oh, not too bad. I'm watching some press day stuff. Uh oh, Ernie. Do most Tomac, people? Tomac look pretty aggressive. Do most people call you Ernie or Ernest? Uh, oddly, it's kind of split, pretty even. Really? Yeah. I've only heard yeah. you as Ernie. I've never really heard you as Ernest. No, uh, Gage likes to call me every once in a while. Oh yeah. Are you related to Mike Neal? Uh, his wife. Yeah, but we're related through marriage, aren't we, Ernie? Yeah, in-laws. Yeah. In-laws. Or cousins. I don't know if I would admit that out loud, but In-laws yeah. or outlaws? <laughs> I'll say it. We both got RMs, so we're good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Ernie. We got to go, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I ain't going to sell mine like Mike did, though. I don't know about that. I don't know. I, sh- I wish I wouldn't have. I was uh, just talking about how yeah, I cut that. Brandon? Your front end probably wouldn't have washed if you wouldn't have got rid of that one. <laughs> Brandon, can you run timer for me? Yeah. <laughs> Ernie, Thanks. you going to let me whip you up on some uh, trivia here or what? Bring it on, little homie. <laughs> um, yeah, you're what did, we, did we give him a minute and a half? Yep, a minute and a half, and it's for $50. Okay. For so, 50 bucks, Ernie. So, what are you going to buy if you win it? Oh, man. What's that RM need? I was hoping to give someone giving someone at forty for cash. I'd go to Rice Honda instead of Gages. Oh. oh, yeah, you don't want nothing out of there. That was rough. <laughs> they don't carry anything in stock, anyways. <laughs> yeah, are you looking for an SSR? Yeah, we got, <laughs> we we got, got some Chinese bikes for you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I interest you in an HJC? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you when I bought my bike? It didn't come with an air pump for the fork. Uh-uh. I'm like, do you guys have air pumps? I'm like, no, we don't have those. <laughs> and I'm like, holy fuck, okay. Okay, so minute and a half. Um, there is one, two, three, four, five, six questions. Half of them regular, half of them moto. 
Holy cow, six and out of five. Damn it. You're fine. Six? <laughs> um, you have a minute and a half. If you don't know an answer, say pass, and I'll come back to it. The best out of six wins. If you guys tie, then we will go to time. Nice. Questions? Ernie? No, we're good. All right, Mike, get out. Oh, now? Yep. I wanted to hear Ernie go, though. You don't get to hear oh, Ernie go. Hasta luego. <laughs> good luck, Ernest. Go sit on the toilet, Mike. Yeah. Door closed. I just literally got off that. <laughs> Are you back? Good, Blake? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me make sure I got the right button, Ernest. Oh, shit, yeah. Dramatic music. All right, are you ready? Oh, uh, Brandon, start the timer after I read the first question. Turn okay. my headphones up a little bit. I'm guessing Brandon is the guest? Yes, uh, sir. Brandon's on here and Braden Stiegel's on here. Gage, I don't remember. Oh, right on. I don't remember which one you are. I'm filling in for Dusty. Um, hold on, I'm trying to turn Gage's. It's always him or Mike, it seems like. I know. Flaky. Can you hear enough, Gage? Yeah. I don't know which good. one. Here. That's fine. Speak uh, speak clear, Ernest, because Gage is getting old. <laughs> I just want to make sure I write all these down properly. Are you ready, Brandon? Yes, sir. Ready, Gage? Yep. Ready, Ernest? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. How long is an Olympic swimming pool in meters? Ah. What do you... What geometric shape is generally used for stop signs? Octagon. What is sinophobia? Can you say that again? Sinophobia? What is sinophobia? Uh, getting skinny? How old is Ken Roxon? Thirty. At Glendale Triple Crown, Eli Tomac hole shotted two out of three races. What tires do HRC Honda use? Uh, Team Dunlop. What is Austin Fortner's girlfriend's name? Pass. How long is an Olympic swimming pool in meters? Ooh. Let's take a guess. 150. What is Austin Forkner's girlfriend's name? Just tell me when, Brandon. Kelly. Time. 123. 123, Gage. Put that next to it. All right, Ernie, we're going to mute you and get Mike back, <laughs> and then we'll go over them, all right? Hey, what was the right. Oh, what Wait. was your answer for, for number three? What is xenophobia? Uh, Getting skinny. Getting skinny. Okay. Yeah, like afraid to, like like people are afraid of spiders. Oh, okay. All right. Goodbye. We'll be right back. We're gonna get Mike. Okay. You want me to get Mike? Yeah, get Mike. You could let him listen to Mike's as long as he's no, no, no. Okay, okay. No, it's not okay. fair. We're ready. Well, his answers are already out there. Hmm? You're fucked. <laughs> You're fucked, Braden. How many would these? What do you got? Uh, like 
three. Pretty maybe, good questions, though, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Mike. What's up, buddy? Are you ready? I don't know. Are they tough? Guys, guys, are you guys good? Brandon, how many would you got? Uh, I probably would have got... Um, good? Probably two, maybe three. Oof. I didn't think they're that tough. Do you? Was they're that- not tough, but like also I'm not smart either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. Um, Brandon, are you ready? Yep. Gage, are you ready? Yep. Mike, are you ready? Let's let's give her help. Oh, hold on. Don't forget, you can pass and I'll come back to it. <laughs> let's give her a go. Gold standard cabinetry trivia for Mike Neal begins in three, two. After the first question. How long is an Olympic swimming pool in meters? 50. What geometric shape is generally used for stop signs? Hexagon. What is sinophobia? Pass. How old is Ken Roxon? Uh, 27. At Glendale Triple Crown, Eli Tomac hole-shotted two out of the three races. What tires do HRC Honda use? Dunlop. What is Austin Forkner's girlfriend's name? Pass. What is Austin Forkner's girlfriend's name? Uh, I don't know. Time. Wait, wait, three. Hmm? Number three. You didn't do number three either. Did you pass xenophobia? Yeah. Yeah, I passed xenophobia. Did you? Can you start again? Yeah. What is xenophobia? Hmm. Pass. Go back to Forkner's girlfriend. You already passed on that. Well, I passed on the other Double one passed on Cinephobia. Time. I don't know those two. 51. Good. Is Ernie still on? Ernest, are you there, bud? Ernie. Yeah. Ernie, you there, bud? Yeah. Okay. How'd you do, Ernie? Do you feel confident? No. I think maybe one question. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know how many I got. I hope, I'm hope. i pretty sure a pool is 50 meters, but I, I don't know. Oh, I know. It's two. It's, yeah, I don't know. Mike, do you know how to drive? Yeah. Oh, I was just wondering. I can, I can crush it on forty nine plates. <laughs> oh, I, got, yeah. I got rid of the four. I'm just nine. No, boys. I oh, live in okay. Spearfish. <laughs> okay, okay. I should have been like you guys and had a few beers, which is the edge off. Yeah, that'd help. Thanks for playing, though. It's hard to get people to play this, which is weird. Huh. Maybe they don't want to be embarrassed. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm glad I was in Troy there. How long is an Olympic swimming pool? Mike, you said 50 meters. Ernest said 150 meters. Holy shit. I think that's way too long. The cor- yeah, it is. I think it's feet. I mean, your pen gauge. The correct answer is 50 meters, Mike Neal. <laughs> Question two. One zero, Mike. Oh, sweet. <laughs> what geometric shape is generally used for stop signs? Mike said hexagon. Ernie said, Oxagon, it is Oxagon, Octagon, one-to-one. Nice. Question three, what is cynophobia? Mike, double pass. <laughs> is that one point or a half point or anything? There's no points. Oh, dang. Dumb. Um, Ernie said, getting skinny. You're both wrong. Number four, how old is Ken Roxon? Mike Neal said, 27. Ernie said, 30. The correct answer like is Mike got that one. 27. Two to zero, Mike Neal. Yeah, boy. Number five. Two to one. Two to one. You're right. At Glendale, Triple Crown, Eli Tomac, hole shot at two out of three races. What tires did HRC on to use? 
Mike said Dunlop. Ernie said Dunlop. You're both correct. It is three to two. Uh-oh. Last question. What is Austin Forkner's girlfriend's name? I don't know this. Mike did not answer. Ernie said Kylie. Kelly. 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 Sorry, Kelly. Ernie said Kelly. The correct answer is Riley. Mike wins three to two. God darn it. Wait, we're live, so we can actually play music now. We're not live, so we're <laughs> forgot <laughs> Facebook. We're the opposite not, of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're, not, we're, we're not live, live, so there's no rules. No, I'm, we're not F&A's live. F&A's. Well, nice work, Ernie. Ernie, thank you for playing. Um, yeah, for real, because it's hard to get people to play it for free money. Did you do no better? Problem, than, did yes. you do better than you thought? No, like I was hoping maybe our did uh. What was it, Luke, that picked those tough-ass questions last time? Yeah. Was it him again? No, no, I made him this time. <laughs> Were you all ready for some hard ones or what? No, I was hoping a little more, more a little bit more uh, dirt bikes, but that's all right. It's half and half. I think, I think we should even, just do all dirt bikes. A, Dude, it's hard to get dirt bike trivia questions. You almost threw me for a at that Tomac one, though. <laughs> Did you guys like that question? <laughs> Like well, literally, like, talking about Eli, then he switched to HRT, and I was like, uh, "I know, right?" I was like, right. "Oh fuck, who got that third hole shot?" <laughs> yeah. I could not think of it, dude. It was HRT. It was uh, Sexton, Sexton, right? Sexton. Yep. yep. <laughs> but all the factory teams run the same tires. Hmm? All the factory teams run the same tires. Oh, they all run Dunlop. Dunlop. Oh. Wow. Well, I made it hey, up. Mike Neal. What's up, Ernie? Thirty-three. Uh, since you watched all the same podcasts as me, I got one question for you. Oh, who are the only two riders in history to tie for a championship in points? Ooh, I don't know, Ernie. Um, the only two riders to ever tie for a championship in points. In points, indoors or outdoors? Indoors. Supercross. Two fifty or four fifty. Two fifty. Was the fucking who wants to be a millionaire? Hold on, was it like on two fifty two strokes or two fifty f? Oh my god, two fifty f. Ryan Villapoto. No, Phil Hanny and Grant Langston. Oh really? Ernest wins one to nothing. <laughs> but Langston, Langston won because he had more wins. Oh yeah. Well, thanks for calling in, Ernest. Um. We'll catch you later. Ernie, if- Ernie, I got one for you. Oh, my God, you guys. All right. All right. <laughs> Who won a 125 title because of a canceled race? I know that one. Grant Langston. Nice work, Ernie. Yeah. Yeah, I got rained out or something, right? Yeah, in Troy, Ohio. Yep. Yep. Otherwise, nice. it would have went to uh, Ryan Hughes. Shit, it over. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Hughes. Hughes. I think yep. it was Ryan Hughes. Yeah, it was Ryan Hughes. Yep. I remember yep. that. Then they had a wild party because they're all at um, what's the, what's his face's name? Brock Hepler. No, it was uh, uh, Brock Sellards, wasn't it? Sellards, yeah, they're all at Sellards' house. Yeah, they all threw a huge party because Grant Langston got a phone call and said he's the AMA champion. Yeah, they just threw yep. a big old rager. That's awesome. All right, bro. We'll catch you later. Thanks for playing. Appreciate it. We'll talk yeah, to no you later, problem. Ernie. See you guys later. Later.
Um, in two weeks when we have a podcast, it'll be $75. Thanks. Congratulations, Mike Neal. Look at me go. One, one, lost one. <laughs> what did you guys think of my questions? Or I mean, have I won two I and lost them. one? They're good. You've won two, lost one. Too yeah. hard still? No, they were good. You should hit up Luke, though. I gave Luke some pointers. He sent me some new ones. I'll yeah. look over them. Um, some pointers as in some questions to nope. ask? So you know all of them? No, I just gave him like a general direction where to go with them. I can't believe Austin Forkner's girlfriend threw you guys for a ride. Most people no. know that because she's a monster girl. I can't believe the stop sign threw Mike for a ride. Yeah, hexagon, <laughs> yeah. bro. Yeah, come on, <laughs> octagon. I don't. I guess I don't know the difference. I just, nor- I just normally run them over. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I just know what they look like under my bumper. Yep. You don't have to stop with the the ones with the white lettering, so I don't really <laughs> yeah, look at them too right? much. Well, that went um, way smoother than last time, Gage. That's better. <laughs> yeah, we're learning. Uh, Gage's tech tip? Sure. Okay, so we're going to go over changing oil. So, Brandon? <laughs> never heard of it. I just add. Did you see his face when Gage said that? He's like, what the fuck? I just add it. Why? You guys it either leaks that? it or burns it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you go by... The manual, it should be every eight hours. Some people do way more than that. Some people do less. Um, I think the big thing is changing oil is paying attention to the drain plug. Don't over-tighten it. It's not that strong. It's aluminum on aluminum, boys. Yeah. It, it doesn't take much. And another thing, I think you need to replace your crush washer once in a while. I don't think every single time you change oil, you need to do crush washer, but it needs to be replaced. Like, eventually it starts getting crushed to a point that it can't crush anymore. Um, I mean, we looked up specs on my bike, Thomas's bike. It's anywhere from 14 to 17 foot-pounds. So it's, it's not a lot of pressure. A lot of people over-tighten drain plugs, and that's one of the harder, and especially on the new Yamahas, where the frame's in the way, where you can't just, like, easily retap it you got to pull whole motor in order to put a heat leak oil or fix that kind of dang mess up so it's an effort it's a major ordeal for something that's so simple especially for something that gets replaced so often you know changing oil putting you know drain plugs in you need to really pay attention to not over tighten now that being said it has to be tight enough to not fall out because that's a, a major failed also but <clears throat> i always say you know ride the bike warm it up bring it in drop the oil as quick as you can because that way all the contaminants are, are kept up in the oil and then i always lean the bike side to side because it gets out of the clutch basket gets out of the ignition cover if you have all the drain bolts out i pull the oil filter i'll lean them back and forth a couple times that way, you're getting the majority of the oil out. You put the drain plug back in, new oil filter. You know, on two stroke, obviously, you don't have to worry about that. But uh, make sure your oil filter is in the right direction. Yes, looking your uh, way. Yep, Michael Kinsler, <clears throat> love you, buddy, but cost me some money there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in some bikes, it's impossible to put them in backwards, and some bikes, it's real easy. So you want to make sure you get. You know, if you have the backing spring, make sure the backing spring's in properly and the oil filter's in properly. <clears throat> make sure the on the oil filter, 
on the cover that the O-ring's in good shape. I always put a little bit of oil or grease on that O-ring so it slides in nice. And then uh, don't over-tighten the drain plug because that's, at the same time, get it. If you don't, if you don't it's know... A, it's not a bad time to invest in a torque wrench. Honestly, yes. they're cheap enough anymore these days. They're not rare. You know, just go grab yourself one and get it right every time. Yeah, look in your manual, see what it's supposed to be spec'd at. Tighten it down. That way, next time you go to change it, you're not pulling <laughs> threads. It seems like a really basic, simple thing, but it's amazing how many times we have to fix it. So it's just a simple. If you get a torque wrench too, and it's 14 foot pounds, like pay attention when you're turning it because 14 foot pounds clicks pretty freaking fast. Yeah. And it's pretty soft click. Like if you get a three eighths torque wrench to go down that low, that is a soft click. Yeah. So pay attention. Yep. Side note, crush washer, like when you tighten it and you go a little more to crush it, you can feel it do it. Yeah. yeah. So stop there. Don't go anymore. Yeah. It's just a copper washer at the end of the day, guys. They, right. They fold super easily. Yep. Copper yeah, sure. or aluminum. But like Mike said, you're putting a bolt into aluminum threads. So aluminum soft, you pull threads out pretty easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just something that's a real... Pretty basic and easy, but if you screw it up, it can cost you a lot of money. So that's a real, yeah, just you know, fun fact. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just don't want to see people do that because it it's a real pain when it when it happens when you pull threads. Make sure to put the oil back in too. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like that's mistake number two that people make. Yeah, like they get busy. All of a sudden, something happens and they get distracted, and, and people laugh about it. But it happens because you're in the middle of something, and all of a sudden you walk away, come back a couple days later, get ready to go ride your bike, and you forgot to put oil in it. I mean, I don't know how many people thought that was really ridiculous, but then it happened to them. Right. And so I've make sure you put bike, you know, oil back in the bike. Double check it. <laughs> make sure your oil level is proper. Um, it's simple things, but it's those little things that you do all the time, and it, you get so complacent that you forget. I've personally seen people put uh, oil filters in backwards. You know, that's yeah. that's not uncommon. I know of two that, people offhand that have blown up bikes because of it. And yeah. it, w- it will blow a bike up, and it's not cheap. And yep. for how yeah. you try and do the nice thing for your bike, but then something like that happens, and all of a sudden it's a major catastrophe. Just pay, just pay attention to yeah. what yep. you're doing. When you're doing it, be present in the moment and just get it done. For sure. Do you guys ever see, oh, Gage Tech Tip. Do you guys ever see that video? It's this guy. He has a bunch of them. And they kind of do like um, tip videos. And they have KTMs and he's changing the oil. And he's got the plug out and then starts the bike. And it shoots out more oil. Then he shuts it off. He's like, yeah, that's how you get the last bit of oil out. And I'm like, what in the hell? Like Suzuki's manual. uh, You take the drain bolts out. You hold the kill switch and you kick it three times. Yeah, that that's actual. That's thing. different though. That's not starting a dirt bike. Yeah, I wouldn't start no. it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't start it. Fucking either. like you, team, you think team electric start over you, there? You think that <laughs> amount of oil left in your dirt bike makes a difference? Yeah, if you're replacing ninety percent of it, you're pretty right. good. Uh, Brandon, how often do you change your oil? <laughs> Give or take, how much I've been riding? Um, <laughs> is it like once a bike or? Uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say I add it more than I replace it. Oh, my God. No, it's not that bad, but 
about That's the every Yamaha life that you got to add it more than you replace yeah, it. Yeah, about every five to eight hours. Sometimes yeah. I've gone more, sometimes less. I'm not the super maintenance type of guy. Like, I start it. If it starts, we're ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> that dirt bike puts in a 40 hour work week before it takes a break. Exactly. Yeah. How many hours are on it? About 40 hours. Oh, God. Hard, that's a hard 40. Hard 40 hours. Ready gonna, for its first oil change. Yep. I was going to ask if you were about looking for a new one. Uh, No, I was actually in here talking to Gage about a rebuild kit on just top end, just to freshen it up. and. Yeah, it probably needs valves. No, Yamaha's the valves ain't a big deal for them. It's been They've been floating for 38 of I, the hours. I've got an 09 at the house that has well over 150 hours on it that's never been touched, ever. Never been opened up. I had a YZ426, and that thing, every time I changed the oil, it had metal in the filter, like flaky. Not super flaky, but a little sparkly, you know? Right. And uh, I just ignored it because I didn't care, and it ran every day of its life. Yeah. Uh, the 09 that I have in the garage right now, it started out as Ian Skinner's bike, uh, then went to my brother's race bike, and then now it's my cousin's race bike, well, ride bike, and... It's never been opened up a day in its life. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. And like it's an 09 carbureted bike, and you can go out, fire it up two kicks, and the thing's ready to roll. Mm. Those old five valves are tough. Yeah. Those were the toughest bikes I think ever built. Yeah. Yeah. They went through everything. Yeah. And that's, that's right when Honda started falling apart because in 08 is when they had their real bad valves, right? That was the last year of the bad valves. And I think it was m- more of a. Airbox ceiling. Oh yeah, oh six to oh eight, wasn't it? Yep. Oh yeah. six was real bad for yeah. him. Well, oh two to oh eight. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be Honda. honest. Any newer, I mean, any older Honda had pretty bad problems. <laughs> Jason think, Thomas sure hates that oh nine Honda. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, my God, God. Damn. No, that's the thing. That the oh eights were a great race bike, but they still had the valve problems. Where they fixed that, but then the handling was horrible on the oh nines. Mm-hmm. That's when they went fuel injection, right? No. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 09 was the first year fuel Suzuki's injection. Suzuki's first fuel injection in 08, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> we got it. My God. I. <laughs> you understand how confusing that is to me? Um, if, if you guys haven't picked up, their headphones cut out, and they just smack the table, and they come back on. MX Connection approved. Yep. <laughs> That's <laughs> our program kidding. here. <laughs> the hell was I going to ask you? Oh, those old Yamahas that run forever, you good? Yeah, we're good. Um, do you notice they don't go over anything, but they go through everything? <laughs> you guys out again? Yeah. Okay, let me turn it. Hold on. Quit, quit pounding. Yeah. Test. Test. Good in there. Yeah. And you're back. Yeah. But they over plow- nothing, through everything. Yeah, they plowed through things. They plow. They're land, land yachts. I don't know. I uh, when I switched from a super mini to my first two fifty F was an 09. It was Dustin Brims. Uh, he basically sponsored me the bike until we had enough money to pay it off, and we had good luck with that one too. I mean, I had basically back to back 09s. My brother had one. I had one, and I mean, for reliability, that I for sure it never left us stranded. Well, he's talking like going through a set of whoops instead of like feeling like getting on top and you're light. It feels like you just plow through it. I don't know. I was young and dumb. I held that thing <laughs> wide open everywhere, so it didn't even matter to me, I guess. And nothing has changed. Yeah, yeah I was yep. going to say, what's the difference? I'm just old and dumb now. When was the last time you threw your leg over something that wasn't a Yamaha, though? Mm, well, I I rode his bike uh, about a month ago. Whose bike? 
uh, Braden Stiegel's uh, new Honda 450, and that actually had quite a bit of power. Um, and when I was when I was bike so- shopping again, um, Logan Thompson had came out. I rode his brand new Honda. I rode Blake's brand new Honda. I rode uh, someone else, uh, Braden Nash's brand new Cowies, um, and I rode a brand new Yamaha. And that's kind of what pushed me back towards that way. I mean, I've been a Yamaha guy all my life. I almost bought a Honda, but I'm not super fan of Rice's tech support and for their parts and stuff like that. And we've been a Black Hills power sports rider for multiple years, you know, and even even me being retired and not being, you know, top five pro rider anymore or anything like that. I mean, they're still pretty loyal to us. So that's hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah, that helps if you're on the border with a bike, you know. Yep, exactly. I mean, I'm not saying they make good bikes or bad but I mean, like, every bike nowadays, in my opinion, it's whatever someone can afford, um, you know, just to get somebody out there. They're all they're all the same. They all make identical power. The, yeah, you might have your little nick that you like a little bit better, but for the most part, they're all pretty dang reliable. And What color of fender do you want to look at? Blue. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> I, much I, what the question I, is, though. I, I really like the Cowie. I can't stand looking at green. <laughs> I, I, I really couldn't. I, I, I just couldn't do, I couldn't do it. I, or do you want to kick it? Yeah. That's still an option. That doesn't bother me none. Yeah. My battery's dead halftime anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> I do have a serious question. Why do we all let Brandon ride our brand-new dirt bikes? I was thinking that because um, I looked at Blake, and I'm like, man, you let that dude on that thing? But yeah, He's like one of the first, first person to ride it, hmm. other than me. You should have Brandon if um, Diesel goes crazy and you can't truck anymore. Go pick stuff up. You should just have a service where you break people's bikes in for them. No, no. I'm good. Why, good. why would you want that? He no. wouldn't break them in. He'd blow them up. Yeah, last you, person I'm dropping my dirt bike off to break it in is Brandon fucking Woodhead. You know, you would know <laughs> in an hour if that bike's gonna stay together or not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> I ride everyone's bike uh, a lot less. I ride a lot smarter than I ride my own. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. the same way. Yeah, like I uh, like I'll still do stuff, Dude, but my, it's not like like my, anything close to what I ride my own stuff. What my, about the Verticross? That's different. Yeah, that's making money. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that poor 450. Was I rode the piss done. out of Cody Kolhoff's 450 on that thing, or and Andrews actually. Did you see Brandon last year at the Verticross? I didn't go last year. I left early. I left early. Pink gear on. Yeah, I left early. I borrowed Austin Enos' 450, and to be fair, that didn't even get rode hard because it made too much power. Scared me. <laughs> <laughs> there was there. It was a pretty easy couple times up the hill. I don't think it was that easy. It was just easy for you. Yeah, so be it. Comparatively, <laughs> well, especially after the the vet <laughs> launched himself over the top. That was that's, pretty. That's when I went home. Uh, Mike Miners, I think his name was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I went home after that. I was just like, that's yeah, scary. I'm not gonna wait any longer. I still had to go to work the next day at like six o'clock in the morning. It's over it. <clears throat> Dude, that was fucked. When anyone that doesn't know us, so what happened, I don't know if he got a little bit of whiskey throughout the top, but he held it open all the way through the gate. Up over the top. <laughs> over the top. And when he should have been landing, he was still climbing. And he launched over the top of the Sturgis Hill climb and broke off. How big was that? Uh, it was a. Uh, I think it was a four by four round post broke off a post on top of a wood fence, went through some trees and then off like a 15 foot cliff Didn't down he, into the motocross yeah, track. Land on the moto track. Yep. 
Jesus. Like, I was one of the first ones there, um, you know, because obviously everyone watched and everyone's like, what do we do? So I freaking peeled up, up there. and uh, I was on the gate. Yeah. And by the time I got up there, like, I get up there and there's kids are like, like, kids are running around. I'm like, where is he? And they're like, he's down here. And, like, they're taking me through the trees. And, <laughs> and I look down, I'm like, dang. Like, like we need we need a medic quick you know like this is this is not uh not good so here's telling these guys well it's really safe it's fun it's just <laughs> have a good time <laughs> uh tell us the sugian sturgis tell us the sturgis thumb story <laughs> so back uh when i was on a super mini uh we were i was i was racing uh super mini class or whatever the case may be and uh um, I was, I, it was, it was, it was a muddy day and there's a mud clod that got stuck, uh, on my shifter and I couldn't shift or, nor move my boot. So I had reached down, uh, to move the mud clod while I felt my shifter. And by the time my thumb had already went through the front chain and sprocket on my super mini third gear wide open, ended up cutting the tip of my thumb off and, and that was it for the day. I had to go get my, my thumb cut off a little bit more and sewed up and, <laughs> and uh Sturgis wanted to whack it off at the first knuckle there, yep, huh? yep they wanted to take it off at the first knuckle and uh my mom's like no like so we ended up going to regional and they ended up just uh cutting the bone with a pair of dykes and squished her together and sewed her up <laughs> were you awake for that yep the oh, whole time nice, oh god it was uh out of out of all my injuries that was the worst can you feel the tip of your thumb um Yes and no. Like I can, like obviously feel that's there, but like if I was to stub it, I wouldn't be able to feel it. Right. right they say right. like you get like phantom syndrome, or like oh you, yeah, you 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 feel that it's there, but it's really not or whatever. Yep. Exactly. Did, did you ever experience any of that? Um, when I, when I first did it, I remember like moving my thumb, and like I felt the nerves like like instantly just like like touching each other, and I was like, oh no. And it ended up like basically just looking like ground hamburger at that point. Ugh, that's rough. <laughs> does does the chunk of your thumb missing? Does that hurt? That's what phantom syndrome is like. Because your nerves hasn't haven't caught up. So like if you get your foot chopped off, your foot hurts. You know it's not there. Yeah, no, that doesn't that doesn't really bother me. Um, hell, there for a while, my my brother uh, folded my glove inside out and took the chunk of my thumb out. Oh, and we had it in our freezer for quite a while <laughs> before That's we threw it away. Fucking weird. Yeah, man. it was just, it was just. Uh, I probably it. wouldn't have shared that with the group. I don't even care. Like, <laughs> like what are you going to do with thumb your thumb in the freezer? Yeah, like, what are you going to do with your thumb after you cut it off? <laughs> I'm not, suddenly not upset. keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm very upset now that I took those duck sticks from your house. Yeah, that's a you problem, not a me problem. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, that that. Uh, duck jerky that Brandon's been whipping out. It's actually been thumb jerky a yeah. little bit. Yeah. It's marinated in thumb sauce. <laughs> yeah, sorry about it. <laughs> sorry about it. That's so. his secret. He just dips it in the same bag as the thumb for a little bit. Yeah, freezes it with the thumb. Yeah, hey, exactly. it works though. I will say it works. <laughs> it's good. It is good. Yeah, yeah. goose. They're goose delicious. Is the way to go. Mm. You did a lot of goose hunting this year, did you? Yes, sir. Mm. Like three to five times a week. Wow. Dang. Yeah, we. Uh, That's how often I go to work, <laughs> right? Well, well, th- yeah, imagine thing, that. The thing about goose hunting is that uh, we normally go out in the morning or whatever the case may be, and then I come home, and that's one benefit of owning my own business is I can work when I want, and there's a lot of stuff, like there's a lot of hours that I work that people don't even think oh, about, yeah. you know, and 
and I work right from my house, uh, tearing down trucks and traveling all over the place that like, yeah, I might, I might mess around in the morning, but I'm also not getting back into bed till midnight, one o'clock either. Yep. People don't see the hustle, do they? Yep. Exactly. So they can think what they want, but at the end of the day, I'm the one paying my bills. Do you still have that green Dodge that the toe mirrors were stuck up on? I do not. Oh, okay. I wish I did. That was my first one. That was a long time ago. It was my long time ago. I never really met Brandon, you know, back in the like the Colton Mackie days and shit. Yep. But um, I always knew you don't know Colton Mackie. You would know him if you knew. I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. But he had he's had a lot of nice trucks. Over yeah, the years. and you want to see some shit attached to guns and stuff yeah. you've never seen. Dude's a freaking gun guru. That's your guy. Uh, I just remember Brad had the green Dodge and the Tomiers just wouldn't go fucking down on it. <laughs> and it puked smoke out everywhere it went, especially up A Street. Oh, yeah. I That's was weird. I was that guy. Yep. Something's never changed. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, nothing has changed. Nothing's changed. I, I heard, um, don't buy anything from that guy. He's hard on it. Yep, hard on everything. <laughs> but... One thing guaranteed, if you buy something from Brandon, the rev limiter works. Yep. Guaranteed. Right. Right. We're we're uh, shooting myself in the foot for selling stuff, so that's uh, <laughs> just kidding. It's adult driven, one owner mm. before me. Before, yeah. <laughs> adult is a loose term. Yep. Man, no, the Mackie days were a while ago. They huh? were, but no, I've definitely slowed down and and definitely uh, matured a lot more than what I did back when I was sixteen to eighteen. I mean, shit, when I was fourteen, I rolled a car and got ejected. Jeez. Yeah, so I started I started out pretty wild and I'm a lot uh tamer now. Yeah. But it's for the good. <laughs> What's up, Mike? Need a minute, bud? No, I'm good. I'm here. What's up? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Whatever. Braden, where are you from? Illinois. It's the middle of cornfields and hog farms. <laughs> um where in Illinois? Uh, Peoria, Illinois, like 20 miles mm, west of there. Cat headquarters, baby. Yep. That's, that's our claim to fame. That's it. Caterpillar? Yep. Yeah. Nice. I nice. went to Decatur on a little love tour for Caterpillar, and the town smells like a dog threw up cornflakes all the time. It smells like whitewood. Yep. That's because yep. of soybeans. Soybeans, and then there was a, another plant. I forgot what it was. Probably like. Corn distillers. Yeah, it was like cornstarch or some shit. Yep. But when it would rain, you would walk outside and vomit. Yeah, it's it's terrible. <laughs> so you know a lot about corn. More than the average guy. Nice. So Air Force, that's how you're here? Yep, yep, Air Force. How did you get into riding dirt bikes? Uh, we always had dirt bikes growing up. Our parents had, or my grandparents had 80 acres, so we had dirt bikes and just beat the piss out of them nice and just bombing we, them all the time yep we wrote uh rode them like cars you know so drive them forty thousand miles change oil and go again <laughs> smash them into trees snap off steel handlebars you know nice all the good stuff what uh what was your first bike okay bullshit there's no trees in illinois yeah that's true oh, we had a pile of trees that you like shipped in or <laughs> no we had like timber oh what's well. My first bike was a 1985 YZ125. Oh, a 125, damn. I was scared as shit of that. How old were you? <laughs> 13. How old are you now? 26. You're younger than me? Yep. Shit, didn't see that one coming. He was, um, he thought he was getting deployed when Afghanistan was yeah. dipping out, you know, and she went crazy. And I tried to buy that two-stroke from him, but he didn't like my offer. 
Well, it was terrible. But at one point, I had I had his two-stroke, his house, and pickup, and his neighbor's boat all wrapped up into one deal. Oh, did you? Yeah. No. He, if he would have pulled the trigger on it. boat. <laughs> Someone's no, boat. It was my buddy's boat. Like He lives in my house. It's at least like oh, okay. on my property. Well, the, the next day or a couple of days after when I was talking to you, I was like, yeah, you're going to sell me your boat. And you're like, I don't fucking own a boat. <laughs> I did last year. <laughs> No, not not so much now. Braden, you should have took that deal. I really should have because I, I could have came out on top. Was, was it, it like two hundred grand for everything all wrapped up in one bundle? Oh no, shit! Yeah, that was great. That was a good wow. deal for everyone. Yeah, yeah. good Dude, deal for Mikey. Down. Make yeah. out, make out like a bandit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he'd have okay. crushed half of it. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's fine. I would have made good money on that boat. Yeah, yeah. So Illinois, straight to here. Yep, Illinois. Well, there was a small stint in Texas, but we don't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Why? Texas is. No good. Should, Fuck that place. Shouldn't exist. Like North Texas, South Texas? Uh, both. Oh, <laughs> Texas. Yeah. So <laughs> Okay, first question. Is everything bigger? No. 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 Okay. So we go to South Texas for basic training, which sucks. There's no way around that. It's just not a good time. Then we go to North Texas for where I went to tech school, so to learn our jobs. And that is a complete shithole. It's not even warm. <laughs> It snows. It's not even warm. Like, you think Texas is going to be cool because it's at least warm and, you know, whatever. It's not. The panhandle sucks. It snows. We had an ice storm. Ice in Texas is, like, world-ending. They don't know what to do. So, we didn't go to school for four days because of, like, a half-inch ice. Dang. It's just terrible. shouldn't exist. I was pissed when we were in Arizona that whole time. We went down for Glendale. We were there for a week. I wore pants and a fucking hoodie the whole time because it was cold. Wasn't very nice. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So you got to wear, you know, you can't live there in the summer because it's too fucking hot. And then in the winter, you still got to wear clothes. So what's the point? Why, why have it? It just shouldn't exist. So give me your thoughts when you show up to South Dakota. I love it here. I don't know. Rapids, the biggest town I ever lived in. I'm from a town of 600 people. My graduating class was 12. So <laughs> oh, my God. 12. Yeah. Yeah. He was so a star. Half we, of your graduated class sitting in this room. He was a dull star, but he <laughs> was a star. Yeah. It doesn't take much to be a star in that place. It's like when we were, my parents drove me here. So when we were coming across the hill out there, like by Wasta, when you can see Rapid, I was like, holy shit. That place <laughs> is huge. Like I'd never seen anything, a town like this before at all. You know, a town like this, where I'm from, 50 miles away, and you went there like <laughs> twice a year. Yeah, once, twice a year to yeah, get grocery stuff. Yeah, probably so, vacation. It really we're going was, to the like, super center at Walmart. Isn't it weird that we're from South Dakota giving him shit about being from a small town? Yeah, like I'm from fucking Sturgis. There's 5,000 people there. The longer, like, you, the longer you live here, too, you figure out how small it is. Oh, yeah. Like it's, Bra- it's, Brandon and I know your girlfriend from 10 years ago. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> right, Brandon? I'm going to sit here with a smile on my face. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, no, I'm out. No, I'm just kidding. Brandon and, half her boy- and half her boyfriends. Yeah, Brandon probably knows way more about me than he should. But, yeah, you know, oh, it is. That's well, just how but, small it is. But you know? but it's crazy because like you do go to small towns like that. Like my girlfriend's from Oaks, North Dakota, which is like probably like fifteen hundred people, I think. And uh, her parents are like, oh man, we got to go to town. I'm like, the well, first time I was there, I was like, well, how far is town? Like five miles, and I'm like, call them back. 
five miles. Are you kidding me? We're only going five miles. Like he has made this Good. big old deal that uh, made a big old deal that uh, five miles was super far away, or like town was super far away, but yeah. it was like a couple miles down the road. Yeah, where I'm from, we had to go like forty for a McDonald's or a stoplight or a Walmart. <laughs> stoplight. <laughs> I ain't even kidding. Like we we didn't have a stoplight. Okay, that's, a, that's impressive. So. There's 12 people in your graduating class. What's the girl to boy ratio? Uh, nine to three. Nine guys, three girls. Yep. Oh my god. Explains yep. everything. <laughs> yep. Yep. Did you ever get a little desperate? Oh yeah. How yep. wore out were they? <laughs> PG. <laughs> Blake doesn't say anything all show. Yeah, and then that's what it comes. So in. just imagine the 111. The 111 two stroke. That's that's where you're at. Okay. Wicked. Yeah, they're just, just working overtime. Junk, <laughs> just broken, just junk. wide open, <laughs> broken. So, Blown I'm up. trying to wrap my head around this. Like, so obviously there's one school. Yeah, K through 12, one building. <laughs> yeah, so there's 12 people in your class. Yep. So, like, do you ever get a girlfriend? Uh, you had to drive 25 miles. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We all went to the next school over because they had like. Four to one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had 15 people in their graduating yep, yep. class. Yeah, they were a big school. They had like 200 kids in a high school. Oh, yeah. You know, so like 50 a class. Yeah. So they had they had a lot going on. Jeez. That is small, small. I couldn't do it. That's like too small, right? Yeah, 100%. But I bet you all kept everyone in check. Oh, no. It was, it was one for your own. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm, that's crazy. Are you like friends with everybody then in 12 people? Group? Oh, yeah. I mean, you had to be. Like, right. You're in a 12-person class. You can't hate that guy because <laughs> you can't get away from Because 11 so. left. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. Other half, the other half yeah. likes that guy. Yeah. We asked him if he left the guy to girl ratio, and it was nine to three. Nine, nine dudes to three girls? Yeah. They were all related. <laughs> yeah. They're all sisters, too. I got a Yikes. lot of tunnel buddies. <laughs> oh, do you? Well, you imagine being the dad of one of those daughters. You messed uh, it up. You just know. Like, you have to know. <laughs> you just know. <laughs> Blake asked if they were wore out. <laughs> PG. No. 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 Mark sorry, e, Mark sorry, e everyone. for explicit. Now I want to know. Tell me more. <laughs> What's your wildest uh, memory from there? Oh, I got pretty hammered one night. <laughs> I was 16. My buddy drove me home. I threw up all over the floorboard of my pickup and then woke up the next morning, hung over in my parents' house, puking in the kitchen sink. And then my mom comes out and she's like, well, you must have got drunk last night. And I lied to her, told her it was because I ate some bad food at a party. She believed me for Two and a half years till I joined the Air Force. <laughs> Went to basic training, came back home between tech school and coming here to Rapid. And then I told her that I was drunk. That's <laughs> probably one of well, my best ones. Okay. She was still surprised. Dang. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, Bless you, her heart. You believe me? Like, <laughs> one time um, in high school, I was driving home. There's a whole backstory behind it but just baked out of my mind and my parents were divorced at the time i get home and my dad decides that's the night we should have a 45 minute conversation on my parents getting divorced 
I don't remember one word of it. I just remember <laughs> the content. I was freaking the hell out. Stare at the floor. I'm like, does he know? He's got to know. There's no way he doesn't know. And then finally, <laughs> he let me go, and I grabbed a rotisserie chicken out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> a rotisserie chicken? A whole fucking chicken? What, yeah, went and played some Call of Duty. <laughs> So how old were you at that time? Junior or senior in high school. I'll grab a rotisserie chicken, no <laughs> yeah. problem. Bro, that was my go-to under uh, those circumstances, yeah. It's <laughs> one time, like, I'm eating my feelings away, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, rotisserie chicken yeah. or, for some reason, apples and milk. What? <laughs> You're a fucking goofy guy, Chris. Yeah, well, those goofy times, Mike. <clears throat> one time I... Uh, one and only time I ever snuck out of my house when I was in high school. <laughs> I lived in the basement. One and only time? Yes. Trust me. This will tell you why. So I uh, I lived in the basement or whatever, and uh, I had a very, very small basement window to climb myself out of, right? And on the other side of that basement window was a group of evergreen bushes. And on the other side of that was a rose bush. So I crawled up onto my little shelf that I had in our my little bedroom, and I, I slid the window open, took the screen out, and I fell off of that little shelf, and I landed flat on my back on a concrete floor. Wham. Knocked the wind out of myself. 100%. <laughs> Doing the whole nine yards, right? T-Rex noises. Yep. So yeah. I finally get through that, and I, I'm going to do this, right? So I, I get back up and over the shelf, and I get through the window this time, and I get through the evergreen bush, through the rose bush, and by, by the time I get through all this bullshit, like, it, it's been a task. It's a struggle, for sure. <laughs> I'm bleeding. I, I got scraped up by the rose bush, and I'm walking around the front door of our house, and I hear that front door swing open, and it was my grandma. My grandma just goes, why didn't you use the goddamn front door? And she just slams it shut. And I was like, well, fuck me. If I don't know, <laughs> grandma, you have no idea. Well, turns out my grandma heard me slap my back on the concrete floor, and she heard me gasping for air the whole time. So she knew exactly what I was doing. Yeah. And she just waited for her opportunity. What a cool grandma. That's Dude, awesome. right? Yeah. <laughs> so ever since then, I never had to sneak out. I just had to walk through the door, tell them where I was going. I always thought, um, give me your opinion on this. I always thought there should be a set, separate segment podcast, almost a separate podcast. Um, it's basically Kiefer after dark, but it's like storytelling. You guys don't know what that is. Cause you don't listen to pulp. Do you guys listen to pulp? Yep. I, I do not, but you get the be, concept, yep, right? That'd be super uh, like the inappropriate <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't post it and you make it like, so you have to pay for it. And then I know that you're 18 and not a child signing up for it. <laughs> I think, uh, I think it would be a big hit. I really do. Like, you know, but it's like, what? At what point is it the limit, though? Like, yeah, wh when is it too like, much? Yeah, you get, you just pay for it and find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want you guys to know all I that mean, stuff, though. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I should probably yeah. be in jail over. I know, I know, <laughs> I know Brandon's a gold mine over there for that. Yep. Chris, I got a whole lot of stories, yeah. but I don't want them on the fucking internet. Yeah, I don't like, want I'm no good, one dude. to know. I'm, yeah. I'm all right, but people are paying for it. That's good. They ain't paying me, dude. You Fine. know what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're on your own. You know what it should be? It should be like a request for it. Like you fill out a form and I see who it is and I'm like, you're not allowed to hear that. <laughs> right. Sorry, you're out. Uh, like Brandon Woodhead would have like the game fish and parks. <laughs> yeah. RCPD, yeah. the sheriff department, like they'd all be after him. Yeah, uh, like, they I, can't uh, prove that. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, dude. And 15 so, ex-husbands. Guilty yeah. until proven innocent, boys. Exactly. That's how the law works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, so, you ever hear so bad story? idea? Yeah, Not a good idea? Bad idea. Ain't doing that. 
man. You ever hear a story about uh, up by the hospital where he's racing? No. That was, that was when I rolled that car when I was 14. I had two buddies with me and just young and dumb. And yeah, it's Bo Sands and yep. Cody McFarland. Cody McFarland. Yep. I, uh, Blew your ankle to shit. Yep, I uh, we got in. I, I bought this super, and back in the day, it was a super sweet Honda Civic. It had a B18 in it, and it was tuned, and it made decent power or whatever. I mean, I was 14. When I um, went and visited him, his head was the size of a melon. Like, yeah, like my I had like my brain bleeding was like massive. Yeah, like, but uh, anyways, we got into this drag race, and I knew it went to a two lane to one lane. I was on the right lane, looked over my shoulder to get over. As soon as I did, I hit that median, blew the tires, the airbags, went up on the curb, hit the speed limit sign, the fire hydrant, and then flipped the car, um, and I got ejected. I was 70 feet away from the car, and the crazy thing is is that uh, I remember waking up to the sirens and my friends calling my name. I woke up to Still Bendigo, Kylie Pischke, um, uh, I think it was... Mike, uh, Dustin Hall and Megan Bell, they were like a couple cars behind me. Didn't even know it was me. And I remember them walking up and like, like Brandon. And I'm like, I remember getting up, falling back down, getting up, falling back down. And I ended up breaking my back, breaking my sternum, shattered my ankle, bruised all my organs, had brain bleeding. Jeez, you a roll cage in that city. Maybe <laughs> yeah. a seatbelt. Well, uh, it was a good thing I wasn't wearing a seatbelt because the car was smashed down on that whole side. And my two buddies that were on the passenger side, not even a dent in the roof or nothing. Like really? they woke up. Like when it, when everything stopped. Like they had a couple bumps and bumps and scratches. That's it. Mm. And you know we're super fortunate that we made it out of that. You know it's it's the stuff that people don't know about somebody or or even think about it. You know, but it's the like the consequences after your actions. Sometimes you got to pay for it. Yeah. It's a wake-up call for yeah, sure, man. That exactly. needed your ankle bad, too, didn't it? Yep. Uh, I had 11 screws in a plate in my heel. Um, and then a year after that, uh, my toes, my tendons never straightened back out, so I had to go in and screw my toes straight. Oh, God. Um, and then a couple years after that, uh, I cased a triple, and I had shot one of my screws out of my heel. So I had to go in for surgery to get my uh, plates and screws out of my heel. And then three summers ago... So it went to push me off my boat and my toe got stuck in between the seat and it snapped the screw in my toes. So like right now I have a broken screw in one of my toes nice. and I'm just like, at this point it's whatever. <laughs> I have a broken screw in my arm and it just kind of floats around wherever. Yep. Isn't it weird when you can, you find it and you're like, Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. I still have a piece of glass in my back from the ordeal that it's, it's embedded. I mean, I'd have to go get it surgically removed, but yeah, it's, <laughs> When someone touches that or if it gets bumped or anything like that, I mean, you know it's there. It's not really. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all these stories that, like, we know because we've been around him for, I mean, I, I remember watching you when you're on 65s all the way up to now, and I know a lot of these backstories and, like, the craziness. And to see you still out there competing and, and you know, trying to pass on, you know, everything from your nephews to, to Blake and all these other riders in the area coming out to your place and riding and stuff. It's good to see, you know, give them back and then trying to teach these guys from your experiences and, and what you've gone through to try to make them better and not let them fall in the same pit holes. Yeah. You know, hey, it, well, we've it, both hit cows. So <laughs> yeah, I, I hit a cow in my Dodge too, but, uh, 
No. <laughs> can't, can't, can't dodge it, ram it. Uh, I hit a cow, too. I hit a cow, too. In my dodge. Yeah, in my dodge. Chisels in a Ford. I won. He did Ford. it. <laughs> no, no, outside dead. Yeah, something was dead. But, uh, you know, and that's, that's a big thing about me is that, like, I... I love seeing progression, you know, and like, I know that I, like, I don't think I have it in myself to go out there and win or do that, you know, just because of like, I'm washed up. I'll, I'll be the first one to admit it, but I'm out there having fun. Um, you know, just, but to see these up and coming riders such as Blake or my nephews or even Braden, um, comes out to the house and just see the progression of, you know, them being able to like be able to hit their first jump or, you know, do do a little bit bigger double than what they were doing or even get faster and get nail a whoop section or, or even get better in the whoop section. I mean, that's that's, you know, I, I get satisfaction by just being able to help somebody do that. You know, it's no different than you guys doing your training classes. They did at A&M. That's know. a that's 100 percent. The reason why I do it is because it is fun to watch that progression and it, and like at the end of the day, you like kind of tell yourself like, "Hey, hopefully I'm helping somebody not get hurt, and I hope they stay in the sport a little bit longer." Exactly. Like that's that's like my whole motivation behind wanting to do these classes or whatever, you know. But yeah, I get the same thing that you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's a cool you, feeling, you, isn't it? You know, and it's it's not even like like oh he's he's that fast because I made him that fast. No, he's that fast because he put in the work to be that fast. Yeah. But it's also just sweet to see somebody get out of their comfort zone and be like, okay, I trust this guy. Like this guy's been through it, you know. So like, I mean, that's that's a huge thing for me is that like when the cr- camaraderie and like getting to know people and learning their stories and exactly you know, like being in this community, like none of us would be sitting around this room if it wasn't for the sport. Bikes, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hell, I wouldn't even be where I'm at in my own life without dirt bikes, dude. Like yeah. dirt bikes are yeah. fucking cool. And I hope every kid gets the opportunity to ride a dirt bike, you know? Yeah. like Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent agree. It's just crazy. All the shit that it can save you from like, Dude, it probably kept my ass out of jail. I almost guarantee it from the partying and all all the bullshit, you know, that yep. that a guy could find themselves slipping into if they don't have an outlet or something, a reason to get up in the mornings to go go and do something, you know. They don't have any reason to not go out and party. You know, if you if you ride dirt bikes, you know, you want to get up in the morning and go race. You want to get up in the morning and go ride while it's nice out. You're getting that grind. Like yeah, we've talked about in do. the past. Like yeah. you're getting that. Then it turns into a habit, you know, you get off work, go work out, go home, go to bed and then get up, do the same thing again. You know, it turns into the same thing over and over again. Like that's, that's the cool thing about dirt bikes is it. And then you get to watch your own progression and you feel that. And then you're like, dude, I just beat, I just beat that guy who beat me last month. You know, I'm beating him now. And then next month I want to beat the next guy. Like that's how it is. Well, I think cool. dirt bikes is one of the few sports that <clears throat> I shouldn't say few, but one of the sports the more you put into it, the more you get out. And 100%. I mean, it's amazing when you dedicate yourself and you show, like, you know, when you line up on the gate, I put in the work or I didn't. Yeah, 100%. And, and sometimes it does work out even when you didn't put the work in. Like, hey, I just, you know, I had enough got, talent today. Yep. But when, when you're in it and you're all in where it's like, hey, I got, <clears throat> I've been training all week long. I've been pushing hard. You know, or for the last three months, putting the work, you know, front loading, putting all that stuff in. Like, you show up, your confidence level is so high. Yeah. Things can go wrong, but still. But 
even all that stuff though is it it keeps you so busy that you don't have time for all the other bullshit. Yeah, you don't 100%. have you don't have time to go out and party. You don't have time to go chase chicks. Like it's all the work that it takes to actually be good at this is what saves you from from falling into those bad habits and the the shitty yeah. part of you know we we all have racing friends that have had drug problems or alcohol problems or whatever it is you know but you have to keep yourself mentally tough through those situations like yeah everybody gets hurt but you have to keep yourself mentally tough and and pull yourself through those situations like there's a lot to it but yeah racing dirt bikes though i think overall is such a positive thing for people yeah i wish it was it was more exposed i wish our sport was bigger yeah. I wish it was a little bit cheaper, you know, for people to actually get into it and actually learn the stuff, you know, uh, um, you know, a, a, a pretty worn out bike nowadays, you know, it's, they're pretty hard to come by and, you know, they're spending a few thousand bucks. Well, that's a lot of money to some people, is, you, you know, yeah, majority sure. of the people, um, you know, and it, and it's hard to get somebody into that because it's like, okay, you buy a bike, well, then you need a helmet, then you need the gear and then. You know, obviously, you don't need that stuff to go out and have fun to learn how to ride it, but also, you know, to try and do it uh, as safely as possible. Right. Be competitive. Yeah, and, and if you want to be competitive, then, I mean, it's going to take money to do it. For sure. You know, and and I understand everything's going up, but it's like even even racing. I mean, most most families are spending 150 bucks on entry fees. There's some families that don't even have 150 bucks at the end of their pay period to be able to go do it. Yeah, you for know, sure. and um, you know, like I know myself, uh, I I say that I was a wild child back in the day, but you know, honestly, like to still to this day, like I've never smoked anything a day in my life. Like I'll drink casually, but like I'm never been. I can count on basically two hands how many times I've been drunk. And growing up, that's how my dad was. He was he was he was an Air Force guy, but also. Um, he said, if you get into drugs or drinking or anything like that, your bikes will be sold tomorrow. He says, I don't care what I sell them for, but they will be gone tomorrow yeah. and you won't have anything. So that's, that's kind of the reason why I kind of feel like I turned out the way I did because I was scared to lose my outlet, you know, yeah, you, the, the you, stuff you, that made my, ha- like made me happy. And if it wasn't for dirt bikes, who the hell knows what I would have been doing. You held such a high value for those motorcycles. Exactly. Right? Like, and I did the same thing, you know, my my old man had to motivate me with school, you know, like, yep. Hey man, if you're, if your shit's not up here, your bikes are sold tomorrow. Like, yep. yeah, same deal. And my old man was serious about it too. Like, and you always took them seriously, you know, like right. 100%. Our, our whole lives, they've always been serious. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, why, why call them on their, why their call shit them on their now? shit? Yeah. Like, let's... Yeah. like, I believe this is true. So I'm going to keep my shit out of, out of trouble. Right. So I can continue riding my dirt bikes. And it's just like, it's crazy. Like, I think about how how hard we worked as kids to keep on keep ourselves on dirt bikes. You know right. what I mean? And now it's almost like parents are keeping or working hard to keep kids on dirt bikes. And it's like, dude, I was the total total opposite of these kids. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, a lot of these kids could give a shit about their dirt bike. They're more worried about their cell phone. And it's like, I was the total opposite kid of that. I could give a shit about a cell phone, <laughs> yeah, right? Even to this day, you take away my cell phone and I could ride every day. Fucking sign me up, dude. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, but a lot of kids aren't are not that way anymore. No, unfortunately not. But it also kind of comes back down to the parents. I mean, like my dad, he did everything he could. Um, you know, well, even my sisters and my brother and my mom. I mean, they all sacrificed everything. I mean, it was like, oh, do my sisters get new volleyball shoes or does Brandon get tires? 
I got tires, you know? So it's like, there is a balance and all that, you know, and it also comes back to the parents, you know, whether they can take the kids out riding and have the time to do it. You know, you can't expect your kid to be a winning, a winning kid without putting in the work behind it to do it. You can't just bring them to race day and say, here, go win or here, go hit that 40 foot double on your 60 and expect yeah. them to do it when they're not comfortable to do it. It's a lot of practice behind that and practice costs money, boys. Exactly. It's, a, it's an expensive sport at the end of the day. It really is. But at the end of the day, like it probably saved our parents a shitload of money because it kept us out of trouble. Exactly. You know? Like, I'm not saying, like, a lot of people don't understand it. It is a family effort. Like, it is. You know, we like to think a lot of times, like, we take it all on ourselves and, like, hey, we did all of this, but we look back on it and really think about it. <coughs> There's a lot of family that came into, you know, whether it's wives, girlfriends, you know, moms, moms, dads. Like, I can, sons, I can count on one hand how many races my mom's ever been to but I couldn't count on my hands and toes how many times my mom's taken care of me after I've been fucked up at a race. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like she was a huge supporter behind it, even though she never went, you know, yep. she was still there picking up the pieces every weekend or, you know, whatever happened. Yeah. yeah there's a, there's, it's, a, it is a family effort for sure. And there's a whole nother side of racing that spectators don't ever see because they have no idea what it's like to actually be that family. It's right. just grinding all the time and wanting to go. Uh, two things. I wish we could get all the spectators to get on a bike and at least roll a track. That that would I be feel, huge. I feel like if you have never done it, you don't understand what's happening. It, oh no. It's pretty easy to sit there and yell at your kid for not doing something, but yep. get you yeah, let's let's gear you up. Let's get you out yeah. there and expect them to do yeah. expect you to do it. Yeah. Especially when you get out there and you see the ruts up the faces of the jumps. You know, in the whoops, in the corners. Because from the stands, it doesn't look that bad. When you go walk the track after a night of racing, like, yeah. I, I invite people to come down after G, for GMX, like, right before they start mowing the track down, walk it real quick. Yeah, yeah look how, at that. Yeah, how gnarly look, it is. Dude, if the, excuse me, if there's a flat corner, go look at those ruts. Go look and see <laughs> yep. how deep that, those dude, ruts are. Go stand are. in that corner before the triple where you can't see the landing. How many spectators <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't even know how many colors of dirt are under that fucking sand that we ride? Like, right. All A riders know that there's another color of dirt underneath that sand. The, the good stuff like, and the not so good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, like we've all seen that shit. Well, and, and go stand on top of a triple and look at the landing and think, yeah, I could hook that. Yeah. It's a whole different pr- yeah. perspective. When you're standing at the top of the takeoff and looking at the landing, and it's it's. I wish we could give people that. Yeah, that because watching it would that would change how people watch it. Yeah, hundred percent. Because they when they're watching, they would be like, "Holy shit!" That's yeah. a long ways. Two keeping kids on bikes is a weird concept, right? Because I never got dirt bikes when I was a kid. Too dangerous. Um, but my dad, I remember the day my dad brought home one of those old school metal frame mini bikes with like the ape hangers built in them. You know. Mm-hmm. And it was green and had no motor. He had to put three motors in that thing. Because as soon as it was running, it was me around the block. The same lap every time. Yeah. So it's just weird to me that, like, you have to talk kids into riding their dirt bike anymore. It's crazy. Like, you just, you you can see it. You know what I mean? Like, kid gets done with their moto, they go straight to their phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I got done with the moto when I was a kid, I went straight to the fence. I wanted to watch the next race. Right. I wanted to see what was happening. Or talking to your buddy. Yeah. 
yeah, bullshitting about the race that just happened. Yeah. yeah. I was not, I was never getting off my bike, taking off my helmet, grabbing my cell phone. No. That didn't happen in my era, you know? And yeah. I, it didn't happen in your era, did it, Brandon? Nope. Not what, at all. It was go to go study what, you know, the bigger class is doing ahead yeah. of me, you know, like, or, or after me or whatever the case may be. You I went mean, to the fence or yep. you went, like Gage said, you went and talked to your buddy about the race. Yeah. Such, such a different social experience too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, For sure. Ver- you going, hanging out with your buddies versus you going and looking at your phone, not talking to anyone. Like the way that develops kids is drastically different. Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and, you know, you even, you even see it in the kids that, uh, you know, some of the parents take the fun away away from it. You know, you see the kids out there that are riding just because their parents want them out there. Oh my God, I yeah. hate that. You know, I mean, and it and it and it sucks to it sucks for the kid, and it it sucks to see it happen. Um, you know, but we see it all the time. I mean, kids out there riding with broken legs or broken arms because their kid wants them out there, not because the kid wants to be out there. Right. Yeah. You know, I feel like the parents are trying to live through them and that's not right either see i was out there with arms and a cast and stuff but i was begging my dad to go racing that weekend like let's go yeah. i don't <laughs> want to do anything else but go racing right you know but there are some kids it's like oh you broke your leg last week get on your bike let's go it's not that bad and it's like that's not right yeah. you know i mean we should strap that's where we could strap their dad to the bike <laughs> right you go race right and but. if you don't match your kid's lap time, we're breaking that leg, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> yep, exactly. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, you want to you want to talk shit? Let's go. The dads that or parents, I shouldn't say dads, but the parents that do ride too, I feel like they don't talk to their kids like that. Exactly. I feel like once as soon as you take the fun out of it, I mean, as soon as you take the fun out of it, somebody's done. Like, I mean, why yeah. why would I go do this? And whether you do good or bad, it doesn't matter because I mean, you're still going to get your 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 butt chewed about it you know yeah your kid will, your kid will go and go through the motions and all that stuff but your kid's not putting in any effort exactly you know, if your kid enjoys it and your kid wants to go do it he's gonna put in the effort and want to go um, racing prime ex- a good example um when's the last time you saw troy berry yelling at little never. miss thing never, never. I, I, I don't yep. think i've ever seen him even like like point at anything or do anything he just stands there lets her do her thing yep. and which is extremely awesome, you yeah. know. Like Peyton has great corner speed too. Right. Yep. She crushes. That's what I'm saying. Corners. He never yells at her, and she's the fastest U13 chick out there for sure. Yeah. Right. Plus all the other classes she races, she kicks ass, and you know. Well, but well, when have you seen Clint Backlund yell at his kid? Right. Well, what a lot of people forget is <clears throat> race day is like the test. Everything up to that is a studying. Yeah. So you don't like study on race day like that everything's set i mean you want to make some slight adjustments that's okay but you don't want to like redevelop the whole kid's mindset on race day like uh ricky carmichael used to say that race day should be your easy day yeah all the work's been put in yeah that should be your easy day is race day yeah it just it just sucks i mean i kind of see it firsthand uh you know it's like for instance a kid uh gets a smoking good start super you know good start and then all of a sudden he doesn't do the double because he's not comfortable well he gets passed on the double won't give a damn about the good start he just got or the five hole shots he's pulled today but it's like well if you do that double you you would have freaking finished second instead of fourth you know it's like really like why not we're going home safe like we're having fun yeah yeah 
you you case that double just right, and <laughs> and now instead of going home with force, you're going home with a broken arm. Yep, or you know, like, you know that's, that's... Let, let your kid transition into it themselves. You know, yep, like exactly. Jim, my old man, never once told me that I had to do a jump. Nope, my dad either. But if I got stuck in the gate, or if I dabbed my feet <laughs> no. in the corner, I was getting my ass chewed. But right. he never once told me I had ever had to jump a jump, and. Dude, I was one of the first kids at an indoor, you know, if I got the whole shot in our fake practice, I would be the first one jumping all the jumps, you know? Like, exactly, because it just it just came natural, you know, it wasn't forced. I mean, my dad yeah. was the exact same way. That was like, if you feel comfortable, do it. I know your bike will do it. If you feel comfortable enough to do it, do it. Yep. You know, but yep. if you're going, like, if you feel like it's unsafe or you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah, jumps were never, ever pressured nope. in, in our well, camp. I don't, I don't Starts know. and corners, though. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 I don't know how many times I pulled Ezra back. I was like, you don't need to do it. Like, there's no one else in your class that's going to do it. You don't need to do it. And uh, in a weird way, that's almost motivation for him to do it more. Right. But that's almost, that's your experience speaking to Ezra, too, though, is to where, like, Brandon and I didn't have dads that rode. My well, my I, dad. I, I don't know if Dave rode or not. My but. dad uh, tried to ride. He did one race. Wrecked, broke his hand. <laughs> sold his bike. Out, <laughs> like out, out, out. He was he was a big four wheeler rider though. Like he ended up having you know like a two fifty two stroke four wheeler that he used to chase me around on type of deal. But, but but other than the broken hand, he's like, nope, that's all you. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand where you're coming from, Gage. Um, you you probably seen the risk more than our dads probably would have noticed. And, and you were like, you know what? You don't have to do this jump if you don't want to, yeah. because you're the only one in your class doing it as to where like my old man, or I'm assuming Dave would have been like, dude, you're the only one in our class doing that. <laughs> Fucking a boys. Right. Let's go. Like, let's you know? go. Like, <laughs> yeah. As to where you probably had a different outlook on it is because you've raced yourself and you're like, you know what? There's a lot of risk with that double, especially on his bike size, you know, and his skill. Yeah. So maybe maybe we don't have to worry about this this weekend. You know, like I, I can see where that comes from because you have the background of riding as to where our dads were just like, So if anything, a lot of times I was pulling him back and you, you just don't know what helps. You don't know what helps, you don't know what hurts, but at the same time, you, you know, I think as long as you're not trying to live, you know, through your kid. Um, Just let them do their thing. Let them do their thing. And if they have the confidence and they can do it and they're, you know, solid about it and they can prove that they can do it, go for it. But if it's like, man, that's beyond your reach. And, and everyone knows. Mm. Like, we can watch people and be like, wow, that was, he was stretching that out. He shouldn't be doing that. And there's other guys, you're like, yeah, you could do that all day. Like, you watch Drew on that triple. Like, that was not a problem for him. He could hit it every lap that he had a clear track. And there's me that's like, nope, ain't got it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nope. Dude, I remember uh, we were at a fair race um, in, in Rapid or whatever. Ezra was on a 50, his limb 50, and there was that double in the back, and it was out of freaking nowhere, but Ezra just rails the outside of the berm on a 50 and seat bounced that thing like he was in the freaking 450A class, looked at his landing, put his front end down, just perfect, and Gage and I just snapped over at each other and looked yeah. at each other like, what the fuck was that, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like the, there was the guys in the 450 class that weren't doing it. 
Yeah, like it was a legit double out of a corner, and Ezra just railed the top of the berm and seat bounced that thing perfect on a lem fifty. And I was like, well, where'd that come from? <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, so I could see how you'd have to talk him down a little bit. Yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. Hey, uh, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. We were think, stoked, though, when he did it. Yeah, like, it's like, it's really cool, but it's like, you didn't have to do it. Like, there was no reason. Yeah, you're killing him, Ezra. Pump yeah. the brakes. It's yeah. like right. four laps from the end of the day, and you're freaking starting <laughs> to jump doubles. Yeah. It's funny because it never did it before that, you know? And then, like, mm-hmm. you can't tell what's going through a little kid's mind, you know? <laughs> right. You think they're out there just trying to survive. And all of a sudden he's like, "Nope, sorry yeah, class guys." Class a double. <laughs> like, he's been eyeballing that. How bitch long all you been day. eyeing that up? <laughs> yeah. Didn't tell anyone either, did you? My yeah. favorite's when people are like, they do a double or something last lap, and they're like, "Dude, I should have did that all day." <laughs> like, know, right? like, why did that even bother me all freaking day? Well, a lot of times when you do it, it's so much easier. It takes so much less effort than it, you think. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, my what, God, my God, do I hate that. You finally do something, you're like, that was it, huh? Like, that was it? Yeah. Like, and then you'll jump it for the rest of your life. <laughs> like, it's no problem. Right? Like, and, and you know, I've been, you know, myself, I've been, you know, trying to help, um, you know, I guess, C-class riders and stuff like that, you know, like trying to give them a little bit of pointers, you know, and everything I say, obviously, isn't going to work with everybody, but it's also one of those deals, it's like, um, you know, you just got to start small and then start working a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. Um, you know, just don't try to progress too fast. You got to sort it out for yourself. Yep. At the end yeah, of the yeah. Day. exactly. Well, confidence, confidence is a huge thing. Yep. But God, just makes me mad because half the shit Dusty talks me into, you jump it twice. You're like, they could put 15 more feet on that and it'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Jonah Kelly wants us to call him. For what? Jonah Kelly. Act like he sponsored the show or something. <laughs> he wants to tell his tale because uh, it was actually pretty interesting. Like, uh, he laid out there for a long time. Really? Anyone came and got him. Yeah. Where was he? Well, I guess we're about to ask him. We'll, we'll interview him. At his parents' place. <sighs> so he broke his tib fib. Watch him not answer. If Jonah, doesn't, if Jonah doesn't answer, this is last time, this is the wrap on the pod. Oh, he what now, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Oh, fucking just being the best I can at fucking sitting my ass on my damn couch. Nice. Well, let's hear it, Jonah. <laughs> Jonah Kelly, Dean Kelly Construction. Yep, I'm him. I'm him. <laughs> Darn it. The dozer is down. <laughs> the dozer is down a track. Mike, is that you? Yeah, buddy. How's it going? Oh, I've been better, bud. Yeah, it sounds like it. What the hell happened, Jonah? Oh, I blew out a couple tracks. <laughs> well, let's 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 get the the play by play here. Like, where were we? So, what happened? What was the temperature? Let's go. What'd you eat for <laughs> breakfast? Oh, I want the whole nine. I'll give you the play by play. You want the play by play? I'll hear. give it to you. All right. What time did you wake up that morning? I don't know. It had to have been about 9 a.m. I, I had a couple drinks the night before. <laughs> so here we were oh, at noon 30. Yeah. yeah. When, when's the last time you, like, <laughs> talked to a chick <laughs> leading um, up to this? 
I had to have been that night, my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> probably well, probably wasn't a very pleasant conversation. She probably was mad at me. <laughs> so then, no. so let's hear it, Jonah. No. What happened? Um. So what happened was, is my girlfriend was given uh her mini fridge to one of my sisters because now I have a bunch of sisters. And this is a writing story. <laughs> That's how you broke your yeah, yeah, no, no. This is this is a play by play. You wanted the play by play. I'm giving it to you. Okay. Damn it. Okay. She she wanted shit. she had a bunch of stickers on her mini fridge and she's like, Oh, we'll go out to your dad's house and and use the heat gun and I was like, Oh sweet, it's Saturday night, like it's right before the race will start. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll be able to go just farther around on my track. Keep in mind, it's still halfway icy and, like, half dry, you know, how, like, there's, like, the inch and a half of mud, like, grease, and then under that, there's just ice, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, hell yeah, I'll be able to go right at my dad's house, fucking just go dork around while you take the stickers off your fridge. And I'm out there, and I'm like, I'm fucking just dorking around. Like, we've got a couple big jumps out there that I wasn't hitting, and we have a couple big, uh, or, sorry, a couple triples out there. Or, Jesus, sorry, one triple out there, a couple big jumps. Um, And I wasn't hitting the triple just because I was like, it, it's too greasy at the bottom. I don't, I don't have enough power, so I'm not. I'm not feeling it. I'm just out here farting around. And spit it out. <laughs> we get it. We're farting around. Let's spit it out. Uh, Brandon Woodhead. Yeah. I wanted the play. You know, Brandon, here, knock, knock. <laughs> no, I just, I was farting around out there fucking, as you heard. <laughs> and and came up short on a triple. Came up short on a triple. I was just trying to double single. And came up short and was just instantly felt like my leg compressed and just sounded like the crack of a, a baseball bat is like the only thing I can really compare it to. Just like the the snap crack, you know. We've all been there, like, Jonah. We know we know what that feeling. Yeah, and instantly like my whole leg went numb, my foot went numb, I was like, Oh my god. Like I stayed on the bike the whole time, like was still on my bike and I was like, holy shit, I just broke my ankle is what I thought because that's like what hurt the worst, I guess. And that's just what I thought. And I don't know. I probably had about 150 yards to my like fence because it's like a fenced in pasture that our tracks on and like, my truck couldn't fit through the fence. So I instantly kind of went into survival mode and was like, I got to get to the fence to where I can get out of here. And Abby can take me to the hospital, my girlfriend. And about halfway there, maybe, I don't know, maybe 75 yards to go. I fucking saw my bike and <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, I got to fucking, I got to tip this thing over, like, so, hold and on. elevate my foot. Jonah, huh? what, what leg did you break, left or right? Uh, right. My right tip fib. Um, no kicking that that's hole. How you, that's how you start it. I know it. I know it. The whole time I was like, 
motherfucker. I wish I had a goddamn electric start right now. So I didn't have to deal with this. Mike, you probably don't fucking have that problem because you just don't have electric starts. Arm army. Nah, dude. I, I get to where I'm going before I shut the fucker off is the thing. I guess I don't really have room to talk here. How the fuck did you stall it in a pasture? Light, his legs I, broke, Mike. I, his fucking my right one. Snapped, his left one controls the shifter. You got to clutch it. <laughs> I was scared shitless, dude. I was like, my fucking boot is filling with blood as, like, I'm thinking about how I can possibly start my bike right now. And meanwhile, my girlfriend's, like, 75 yards away. So I just yell at her. I'm like, Abby, I broke my leg. Go up to the house. Call my mom and dad. And she does. My my parents' house is, I don't know, maybe 150 yards away. So... (laughs) The whole time, I'm like, son of a bitch, dude. Like, I laid down in that field for an hour and a half, just like my leg is. Oh, my An hour and a half. An hour and a half. Why? That's how Uh, long it took you to get someone's attention or what? No, my parents were at uh, Wings and Rings in town, and they live out on uh, Sheridan Lake Road. And the only thing we could get in that pasture was our my dad's ranger like a player's ranger, you know? Mm-hmm. And the fucker had that thing in town. He drove it to dinner. <laughs> so Abby, to dinner. <laughs> Abby couldn't fucking, like, drive it from the garage or the barn to the fucking track because it was in town at Wings and Rings. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like, I'm in fucking survival mode right now. Like, I'm going to die. Okay, God forbid anyone calls an ambulance. (laughs) Or just cuts the fence and just drives in there. Like, total, where's the ambulance? Time out, bro. You're laying in a pasture, your leg is broken, and you're waiting for a ranger to show up for weeks and weeks. At this point, you're a fucking lame horse with a broken leg, dude. Suck it up and call the ambulance. What are we talking about? No, Chris, it's it's different out there, dude. Like, I shit you not, it would have taken an ambulance three hours i like that's the god's honest truth it's so far out there and like not on any main roads like it's it's too far out there for the ambulance to be like oh i know exactly where you're at google maps will take us there <laughs> but fuck joe you know? an hour and a half i would have what if i would have half <laughs> crawled my fucking broken ass out of that pasture for sure get this mike you're fucking telling my story <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> let's hear it i i saw my bike and i'm like okay i gotta my 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 boot is filling up with blood is what i keep thinking i don't know why i keep thinking that but i'm just like half panicking because i'm like my leg's broken no one fucking believes me (laughs) i'm gonna show them so i tip my bike over and i put my foot on it like on the seat you know because it elevates it a little bit yeah and I start unbuckling my Alpine Stars Tech Tens is what I was wearing. Nice plug. They're just <laughs> yeah. three, three fucking clicks. And the last click on the bottom, like on the top of your foot, mm-hmm. is the last button that I click uh, open. And as soon as I click that one, my foot just fucking tips over. And my knee stays pointing straight up. And oh, I'm like, okay. It's, the boot is holding it together. Broken. Yep, yep. Like, oh. if there was any any doubt in that time, 
it was all gone. I was like, okay, it's it's broken. Like there's there's no wishing your way out of this one, <laughs> you fucking dumbass. Yeah, there's no praying so, praying that it's not. It's just a sprain. No, this motherfucker's Yeah, broke. yeah. I was like, Oh, I just I just fucked up my leg, like I just I rolled my ankle or something. No, like when I saw my foot tip over, I was like, Motherfucker, like that's that's broken. I I know it. <laughs> so my my dad comes after about an hour and a half and I mean Gage knows this, but my dad's a fucking hard ass. And you you probably know this too, Mike. You've oh, probably yeah. been around my dad enough. Like he's like, Fucking stand up, god damn it. And I'm like, dude, I can't. I've been sitting here for an hour and a half trying to army crawl with my fucking foot flopping around to the fence like I'm trying to army crawl so I can make it easier for you. And Dean, he's like Dean Kelly don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, Dean's my grandpa, Ryan's my dad. Oh, and yeah, Ryan, he's just like fucking stand up, god damn it, your leg's not broken. I'm like, fucking look at it, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's pointing up while I'm pointing backwards, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and he he finally looks at it and he gives me a ride to the hospital. It's okay. In the side by side. Not, not, okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so one, it blows my mind. We had to wait an hour and a half for a ranger to show up from Wings and Rigs too. It's also blowing my mind. Your dad's arguing with you about your broken leg before he'll load you up and take you into town. He yeah, loads him up no. in the side by side and brings him in. Well, I assume we waited an hour and a half for it. We better take that. Yeah. Well, they're waiting an hour. I'm waiting an hour and a half because they. I'm waiting an hour and a half because, by God, they better finish their damn beer. Say, I was gonna say, he probably finished his wings. Yeah, were those good chicken wings or what? Yeah. I. I fucking hope so. I mean, they they ought to been. At least beer, I mean, shit. I probably would have finished my beer if my kid broke his leg, but I've, I'm not really in that in that scenario. I don't have a kid, so I can't relate, but. So they drive I you. I don't know. It, they drive you all what's the way that? In, They drive you all the way in, uh, in the side-by-side, right? Yep. My dad. Well, first, my girlfriend's fucking shooing off the cattle in the goddamn fence because I feel like I'm going to get fucking trampled by them. Like, I'm just sitting there, laying there, helpless, like, motherfucker. I just broke my leg. I'm going to die here right now from these goddamn cattle that I was supposed to eat. These cattle are like, well, this guy's hurt. Let's just trample him. Fuck that yeah, guy. and I was screaming at him like the whole time the uh, <laughs> Abby was up at my parents' house on the phone. Like they just slowly kept getting closer and closer, and I was like, "Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch!" <laughs> so Abby finally gets down there. Like I, it, it's like a fucking movie, dude. Just like right in the nick of time. I'm like, God damn it. Shoot these fucking cattle off. Like they're going to get me. And we have a mini horse down there and a donkey. The donkey's going to get me. Yeah, dude. Jonah Kelly, death by cattle. Yeah. I was like, there's no way this is happening right now. Couldn't doze those guys, could you don't, Jonah? Seriously, I was like, "There's no fucking Wait. way this is happening right now." Why did you bring up the mini? Why did you bring up the mini horse? <laughs> because they're all in that field, and I'm trapped in that fucking field with them. 
laying down, I'm like, these motherfuckers are going to trample me. I'm going to die, not by a broken leg, but by a fucking a pony. mini horse. A pony. <laughs> yeah. Should have hopped on that. It wouldn't have stalled. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Oh, that was good. I, Come here, Sprinkles. We're going to town. <laughs> That is no Flipping kidding. your dad off as you pass <laughs> yeah. on the way. <laughs> fuck your rangers, fuck your wings, we're going to town. <laughs> I should have just rode that mini horse to uh, the hospital. God, I'd like to meet your dad. I'm surprised you didn't like, pull over for beer on the way to the hospital or something. I know, we did about even, should have just stopped. Did he we even stay at the hospital? beer on the way to the hospital. Did he even stay at the hospital? He just drop you off and drive his ranger home. <laughs> Call me when you need to get <laughs> home. Let me know when you're done. No, he he stayed with me. And he 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 was cool as shit through the whole thing. But I was just like, you fucking believe me now? Like we got the X-rays and we saw it. He's like, holy shit! And I'm like, yeah, holy shit, dude! I fucking Why told you so. Four hours later. Yeah. <laughs> No shit, I fucking felt like the guy. I fucking my legs. <laughs> but well, what did yeah, we learn? Was... Jonah needs life alert. <laughs> <laughs> I would tape your iPhone to your bar so you can ping the ambulance. Jonah. Jonah needs the six of the whoops and no triples. But life alert wouldn't even hap- or help him because it was still an hour and a half till delivery, and they have no service out there. <laughs> Yeah, the life alert wouldn't have fucking worked. I don't know, it works in the commercials, That would have just been a big waste of time. Works in all the commercials, bro, I don't know. This old man would have read that? Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) He probably bumped it. (laughs) Oh, shit, life alert's on the way, we're good, we can stay here. I know this is funny, but can you imagine laying on the ground, your leg is pointing the wrong way, and then like... Oh, dude, I I fucking lived the whole thing, and I'm like... I know, I'm I'm talking to the boys. funny. Imagine you're laying on the ground, broken leg, right, so like... You have some problems in front of you, and then you have to worry yeah. about cows maybe stepping on you. <laughs> like, what a series of events. Seriously, I was like, son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> the whole time, because I was like, a, a couple days before that, I was at Rice Honda looking at the new 22450 oh, yeah. or 21 or whatever they had, and I was like, that fucking electric start would sure be nice right now. Like, <laughs> Should have popped on that bitch. bad boy. Seriously, but I don't know. It it is what it is. Like I even think it's funny. Like I'm not gonna be some some baby about it. Like oh poor me. Like I I broke my leg in the field and almost died. It's like no. I fucking I broke my leg and my dad's pastor. And I think we should. I, sub- knew- I think we should submit it to that show. I shouldn't be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. BFE South Dakota. <laughs> or like uh. What the hell is that other show? A thousand ways to die. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> but you lived, so it that's a, work. Yeah, but that's a twist. You think yeah, it's the broken yeah. leg, but it's actually the miniature pony. Yeah, aye, that's aye, the aye. Jethro, the <laughs> mini pony. <laughs> we named them it's Jethro and Ellie Bay, like uh, from Be- Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> named him what? Jethro and Ellie May from the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So how's your leg feel? We're not. Um, it feels better. I mean, now that I'm in a hard cast, I can kind of bonk it on some stuff. I got my hard cast on Tuesday, so laying it on 
two pillows doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> so you, you racing um, outdoors or what? <laughs> <laughs> if someone will buy my bike and I can buy a 252 stroke, then I for sure will. Hey, hey that doesn't have electric start either. I don't care about electric start, Chris. I'm pretty well seasoned. I'm not about, fucking having it. About a month ago, you would have cared. <laughs> <laughs> the electric start yeah. didn't help Colin Forbes either. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Ben was there on that whole thing. So was I. Yeah, I've never, was... um, br- what I've never, thing? Um, Colin Forbes overjumped a jump out at Farmingdale and clapped his oh, face yeah, off the bar. I was talking with him about that. Yeah. Brandon ripped his shirt off so fucking fast to put it up in a sling. And as he's doing it, he looks up and goes, you fuckers better do this for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I'm like, why well, Brandon the- put his shirt between his legs? Was he doing the teepee dance, like back and forth, like wiping his ass? No, I ripped my shirt in half, and I, I I was like, if I'm in this situation, you guys better take your shirt off and cut it in half for me, too. Yeah, he's making a sling. Yeah, making a sling. broke both his wrists. Oh, making a sling. He was being a buddy. Yep. I get it. Yep. Took the shirt nice. off my back to make a Dude, sling. So, Dust, <laughs> speaking of that, Dusty and I were on the takeoff of that, like, on the bottom, and, like, everyone was kind of, like, going fast, and they'd cut, throttle a little bit, because it's not that far, and then Colin, like, didn't cut, and then how high he yeah. went. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, no. <laughs> I was I was down at the bottom, and as soon as I seen him on the takeoff, I was like, "That's not good." Yeah, like I yeah. just, I I was just knew with right Colin away about it. Like, I think Colin and uh, oh, freaking what's his nuts? I can't remember his name right now, but Colin and someone else, and he was telling me about it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Was dude. it Name like, Annie out there? Yeah, it was Tanner yes, Name yes, Tanner Name Annie. Yes, that's. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name right now, but that's who it was. They were at my pit the last indoor I raced in fucking January or whatever. And I was just like, holy shit, dude. Like, I'm pretty stoked that you're still walking, you know, that you still know your freaking name. <laughs> yeah, I borrowed like, someone's truck. I hopped yeah. in someone's truck. And just <laughs> yeah, I don't know whose that was. Yeah, Tyler Robbins, I think, is what his name was. <laughs> yep. Because I had my I had my ninety one out there, so I'm like, I ain't taking my truck back there. Sorry, guys. Like, like, I'll take my shirt off my back, but I'm not taking this classic just, back there. Just, I'll give you my shirt, but yeah. you're not fucking touching my truck. Yeah. I just I just got my pickup too. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, sorry, bro. Like, like, sorry. There is a line. Like you can yeah. hang on to the back of my bike, and I'll ride you to town. But we're not taking there that Chevy. There, there is a line. You can have all of our shirts, but none of us will give you our pickup. <laughs> yeah, sorry about it. Sorry. Ended up taking his pickup to town. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, I was like, well, there ain't no point in me unloading him out of this truck. Might as well take yours while I'm here. Yeah. So, <laughs> shout out to that guy for letting me borrow his pickup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. We're all glad you're well, okay. And it sounds yeah, like you're gonna make yeah. come back. No. Yeah. It's. I'm just happy it wasn't my ankle or wasn't my fucking neck or something where at least I can still walk, you know. I'm I'm grateful for that to where at least it, there's a healing date to where I'll be able to put a fucking right shoe on my foot. So. <laughs> so at least I can be happy about that and not, not have to worry about ever relearning how to talk or well, that's something true. like that or never being able to walk again you know it could always be worse that's just what i'm what i'm trying to think of right now is like it could always be worse so 
That's for sure. Well, that's the thing. Try to try to find the light at the end of the tunnel, you know. Yeah, after every accident, it's like it could have been worse, could have been better. You second guess your decisions, but all in all, it yeah. sounds like you're doing pretty good. So, yeah. Well, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I've had a lot of conversations with my dad and and shit, even you, Gage, about just like what it could have been or how it could have been. Like, I'm I'm just fine with it being my leg. Granted, don't get me wrong, it sucks ass sitting on my couch for fucking eight weeks, but I'd rather sit on my couch for eight weeks and still know I'll be able to walk. Yeah. Like, instead of just being planted in a wheelchair forever or not fucking know my own name or whatever it may be, like, that's just what I feel like most people need to understand. Like, there's always a light at the end of the end of the tunnel. Like, yeah. no matter the injury, I feel like you'll be able to come out of it all right you know like this is my first pretty major injury like i've broken my arm and my wrist and my thumb but as far as like my leg goes like that's pretty crippling and it's kind of opened my eyes quite a bit more than like my upper body upper body injuries have and i don't know it's definitely something to be grateful for like there's there's always something to be thankful for as far as any any anything you know like just be be fucking happy you'll be able to have a have a shoe on your foot again and be able to walk you know yeah like it could have been it could have been a hell of a lot worse and i'm i'm a hell of a lot happier than not being able to walk ever again or or something like that you know for sure. <laughs> well, but thanks for the call, I'll Jonah. Look. I'm glad you're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. So here's Camden. He, want, he wants to shit talk you boys. Oh, but fuck. What's Here that? we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we got to go. Uh, keep the cows out of that pasture, yeah? No. Uh, hey, I wasn't going to talk shit. I was just going to say hi to all you guys. Oh, what's oh, up, what's Camden? Up, Camden? And Chris. Oh, God. My <laughs> finger's literally over the hang-up button. <laughs> you better take it over the hang-up button. What do you say? You see, <laughs> see my comment on Instagram? There's no excuses about getting the podcast. Yeah, like. yeah. Gotta go, bud. Love you long time. We'll catch you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for the call. I sure appreciate it. The company's nice. <laughs> you bet, man. We'll catch you later. Talk to you later, later. Jonathan. See you later, yeah. Jonah. I'll see you boys later. Hey, bye. That took an hour and a half itself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Collins crash. I had a sling in my truck. Do you remember that? Yeah, we get when I got hurt. Get back and he's like, "Bro, I got this sling." I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, "My shirt was already cut off." I'm like, "Well, whatever." So, now, homeboy, <laughs> we didn't know he had two broken wrists because the one was like super obvious. Do you remember he like kept trying to look at it too, yeah. and I like. <laughs> Like, I'm holding his head, right? And he, like, keeps sitting up and looking at my hand, asking us the same four freaking questions the entire time. Where am I? What happened? I overjumped that. Is my arm broke? And then, like, I kept yanking his head back. So we wrap up the one and then, like, find out the other one's broke. Yeah, like, I was on my way to town, and he's like, hey, can you pull my glove off so I could uh, call Quinn? I pulled his other glove off, and his other arm was busted. I'm like, oh, so, sorry we missed that one, we buddy. Had him, like, we had him, like, in branded shirt, and then, like, a freaking roost guard 
holding yeah, his was, arms it was, in and it shit. It was Tanner Neyman's uh, uh, chest protector. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> it was straight <laughs> medical. <laughs> as, Again, uh, yeah. as national as. As National Guard's flying over us, like, as we're, like, bandages this kid up, like... Yeah, dude. It was professional. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm su- I'll bet you the ER was pretty stoked. <laughs> I'm surprised you couldn't flag those guys in, like, hey, you want some training? <laughs> right, but we were uh, we were so worried about just getting them out of there, it didn't even matter how it happened. Was it an ankle, too? Yeah, it was an ankle and both wrists, I think, is what it Boy. Happened. Damn, he broke his ankle, too? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he had an... He ended Jeez. up having surgery on, uh, I think, his ankle and his wrist. Poor guy. Yeah. It was rough. Brand new bike, like point two hours on it. Yeah, day one on that bike. Yep. yep. Honda Honda's. Honda's. Honda's in their ungodly power. Uh, Static Collective Tire Poppers. Should I go first? Do you remember it? No. Nice. Get your timer out, though. Okay. Do you guys understand this, Brandon? Yeah, but clarify just one more time. It's just—it's basically like you get thirty seconds to bitch about whatever you want. Okay. If it goes over thirty seconds, we all make fun of you, and it doesn't count. You're okay. a pussy. I'm not going first. I'll go first. Three, two, one, go. Max Patno, the dealer for the people, man. I am so. It's freezing out, and I got cold deals for you. Like, bro, everybody hate hates you. We don't want to buy a vehicle from you. Quit with the commercials, bro. We hate it. I like the comma. Hey, comma, hates it. We all hate it. We hate it. 16.03. We are plowing deals like you're plowing snow. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah. dude. Fuck you, Max. (laughs) Just a piece of shit. I don't know you, man, but fuck you. (laughs) No offense, but fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dealer for the people. The people don't want the deals. We hate it. We fucking hate it. Uh, Mike, you got one? <laughs> uh, shit, not really, because I'm supposed to steal yours. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, go, go oh, ahead. Oh, you do? Yeah. No shit? Yeah. Okay, me, okay, 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 hold on. Get my timer out. Sick. Is this a fix a flat or a tire popper? Tire popper. Okay. We don't do fix a flats anymore. Yeah. That's bull- pussies. It's bullshit. a one episode thing. Thank you, Blake. Yep. <laughs> Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. A frigid cold has been some bullshit. That's all I got. <laughs> wow. Fuck you. I was going to use that one. What's your number? 292? Yeah. Nice. Stopped it right on Blake's number. Dude, that is valid. Um, it's busted. Negative 15 can frick right off. Negative 27 in Sturgis, oh, boys. Oh, fun fact. Here's another tire popper. We're not going to time it, though. I take my pickup into Chevrolet to get the oil changed. Oh, Chris, you're a mechanic. If you're a mechanic, you don't want to work on your own shit. Yeah? Never. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Take it in there. Motherfuckers, take my block heater cord. Because <laughs> it's been burning pickups down. They what? didn't give me a new one. They don't have a fix. They took my block heater cord from me. So your pickup just gets cold started all the time? Yep, absolutely. Negative fifteen. Hit the little key fob in my house, and hope she cracks off. Nice. Actually, when you buy a new pickup, they don't even come with block heater cords anymore. You have to buy them separately. And that's stupid. Um, I thought you can correct me if I'm wrong because you would know. I thought that was a requirement for this state. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, dot. Well, at least Dodges and Fords and everything I've had. Like I've bought a used one. Um, I bought like a sixteen Dodge that had fifteen thousand miles. No block heater cord. Mm. Um, my Ford didn't have one. Um, 
you know, and they're all from here. So I've had to buy block heater cords at a hundred bucks a pop. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Another way to get you. Machines don't come with them. Your machine didn't. No. Cat machines do. It is a cat. Yeah. It came with one. Did not. It's probably behind the seat. It is not. Probably is. Probably wherever your manual's at. In Bulgarian. Oh. (laughs) Super handy to find, by the way. Okay, so you're telling... I just told you cats come with block heater cards. You're telling me your manual's in Bulgarian? Yeah. It probably didn't then. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) what I'm saying. Still says cat right on it, though. Someone painted it and put a sticker on it. (laughs) Starts every time, though, Brandon. Yep. It's not happy about it when it starts. (laughs) Uh, Blake, what's up? I don't got one. Fucking dipshit took mine. Way to go, Chris. You fucking asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Just a chain down that end. Gage? Let's go with, let's go with Braden. Braden? Oh, no. You can't pawn this off on me. Gage nope. first. Nope. Braden, go. Braden, Gage? I don't have one right now. Brandon? I, I don't care. You don't have one. You can one. bitch about whatever you want. I had one going, but then I uh, got distracted. Then I got distracted. Yeah. It's easy to happen. Yeah, it's Gage's turn. <laughs> That's Braden. I don't, I don't have one. Okay. Um, <laughs> you. Nothing, great nothing great radio. No, I don't have anything. No, you just the Air Force is making you perfectly happy. Oh, well. I mean, I could bitch about that for days. But you only got 30 seconds. All right. I got one. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. Why in the fuck do they want to fly <laughs> their airplane 7 o'clock in the morning on the coldest day of the year? Why? Do it tomorrow. Who cares? It doesn't matter. <laughs> do you live by the base, too? I work on the base. Oh, shit. All right. I am the base. I love that. <laughs> I that shit all That's the my time. airplane. <laughs> like, coldest day of the year. Summertime? Oh, it's raining. We'll just fly at nine. Negative 30 out? No, we got to go at seven. Got to happen. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Who gives a shit? We're going to go piss off some farmer in Montana by flying over his house at 500 feet, loud as fuck, at 7 a.m. <laughs> Who gives a shit? We'll just do it tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. We literally will, though. Like, who gives a shit? Just, just wait, <laughs> Farmer John. I'll be back tomorrow, fucker. I have a couple questions. Uh, one, how much money does it cost America for you to fly that over that farmer in Montana and come back? A metric piss load. Okay, like, what is that? Like, a lot. Do you have Farmer John's phone number? Give me, Can we call him. Give me and get a, his give me a guesstimate. Like more than a million dollars to go to Montana and back. Yep. Per day. Yep. Per flight. Per flight. Yeah. Cost us a million dollars every day. Yep. Okay. Damn. Um, <laughs> fuck. We are in the wrong business, boys. Uh, two. Um, how long does it take to get to Montana and back? Not very long. Like less than a half an hour. What town in Montana, though? Montana's not that far away. You know, Alaska? Probably you, goes so fast, they don't know what town they're you over. You could almost do that in a vehicle, though. No, like... <laughs> For real? Montana's <laughs> on the other side of Belfouche, so... No, like, Bozeman. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a fucking jaunt. Yeah. A okay. half hour? Yeah. Shit. If they're, like, hauling the mail, it's pretty quick. Hmm. Can you imagine being that pilot? Why do we do that? Here goes a million dollars, Just boys. to make sure the fucking plane works? Yeah, because we can. Oh. 
But we can't. Technically, we can't afford that. Third question. <laughs> Who's in charge of the numbers here? Third question. How long would it take to get to Russia? Uh, I really don't know. I mean, a- asking for a friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. Asking <laughs> for Ukraine. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to do some math. <laughs> That's so fucked you'd have up. To do some math. <laughs> That's fucked up joke. Yeah. <laughs> he could get you there by nine a.m. Yeah. That was a bad joke, but I'm here for it. Ah, uh, yeah, probably. You're welcome. You think you're going? No, no, no. We're just gonna tell them that they can't send us any more whatever vodka. Yep. Take that, Russia. <laughs> We're gonna sanction them. We're not gonna buy your vodka. Good luck. Boys. We get a lot of oil from We're them. Gonna sanction them. Right. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, yeah, a lot of oil. Yeah, a lot so, of oil. Uh, yeah, grab a hold of your wallet. If uh, North Dakota could um, maybe frack a little more, yeah, pump it up. Yeah, it's not Let's even pump up those numbers. It's crazy because we have more oil in the U.S. than majority of the countries, yep. but they don't want to do it because it costs us so much money to do it. When because our oil is like twenty thousand plus feet, where like over in Saudi Arabia, it's like five feet. Mm. So it's like pennies of the dollar for them to get it for us. It's uh, I heard a deal that everyone got so burned by the Bakken when it was booming. There's companies that won't, like, I forget what the name of it is, but they will not go over 5% growth a year. Yeah, I believe it because, I mean, when, when you go as big as you did and then when it falls out yep. as big as it did, I mean, you have nothing. Yeah, you almost lost it. Yep. So there's one, I forget, it starts with a C and I forget. Um their break-even point is $12 a barrel. So they could make a shit pot of money, but it's not sustainable, so they won't do it. Mm. Yep. Okay. It's there. Yeah, it's everywhere. I mean, it's <clears throat> I mean, it's in Wyoming, Colorado, yep. North Dakota. I mean, it all depends on how you want to get it. They just South Pens- Dakota supposedly has a shitload of oil, too. It does, like, but like it's... Like by Bear Butte and stuff. Yep, it's uh, it's pretty hard to get out. Uh, um, there's actually... They tried drilling over by... Uh, wall in like wast area and last i heard and i can't confirm nor deny but there's a whole drill string of like to drill in wasta like they left it because they couldn't get it out oh, left it in the ground yep. mm-hmm. yeah and um i heard of the natural gas they pull out of north dakota is 98 percent pure and we two percent waste yep and they just burn it that's all they do is just burn it yep mm-hmm. so it's there we just not using our heads. 14, 15 Bakken was hard on a lot of people. <laughs> yep. Gage? Okay. Three, two, one, go. All right. <clears throat> well, well, that's some train of thought here. Well, shit. I haven't stopped it, so. Pick it up, Gage. Nope. It's like the Lost speech it. of my wedding, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. 1671. Yeah, I agree with that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, did it come back? Oh, my tire popper. Um, yep, I got one. All right, you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. My biggest tire popper, I think, is uh, people not believing in themselves to uh, progress or you know push themselves a little bit more when you know they're fully capable of doing it. Damn, valid way to come full circle on that. Damn, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Wow. You know, like it, it's kind of disappointing, you know, to see somebody that has the potential to do something great, whether it's run a business or ride a dirt bike or anything like that, um, you know, and just see them settle and 
just do what they feel is comfortable instead of getting out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Mm. Sweet. You grow outside your comfort zone, that's for sure. Gage, what did you learn? Jonah has a really high pain tolerance. <laughs> Jesus. Like, to sit there for that long? Like, yeah, that's a rough day. That's a rough day. Uh, Brandon, what did you learn? <laughs> Skip me. <laughs> uh, Brandon didn't do a whole my, lot of learning here. Yeah, my brain cells don't work that fast. <laughs> Brayden, what'd you learn? I learned that Brandon has never seen the oil plug on his two fifty two. We're talking about how tight to get it, how tight not to get it. He's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Whatever factory is is good. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't take it out, it's fucking mint. <laughs> yeah, you don't got to worry about a cross thread. Then <laughs> Blake, what'd you learn? Skip me this time. Oh my god, no tire popper. No, what'd you learn? Chris, what'd you learn? I, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> Mike, that's not how that Mike, works. Mike, no, I you, you first. Me I learned that even if the ratio is three to nine dudes to chicks, you could still grow up there and come out fine. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say fine. Mediocre at best. Confused. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that if Gage doesn't turn that fucking heater on before 3 p.m., it's still cold back it's here. It's cold in here, yeah. Yeah. That's what I learned. Gage, what'd you learn? Or he said... Jonah's pain tolerance. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Blake, what'd you first. learn? Woodhead's first. Woodhead, what'd you learn? Mm. <laughs> I learned that uh, Jonah has a mini horse. <laughs> <laughs> that almost killed him. <laughs> that almost killed him. <laughs> I learned he has cows. <laughs> when mini horses attack. <laughs> okay. Anything else, boys? No, thanks for having us. Uh, hold on, let me get through my sponsor read, motherfucker. Shout out, Mad Dog. I'm just kidding. Oh yeah, pl- plug your <laughs> plug your trucking. Good. What? Plug your business. You work for yourself. BW oh. Salvage mm. and Transportation, boys. Yeah. Do you know how many times I read that during an average indoor? It's so funny because he chokes up every time. No, does I he? don't. Yes, he does. It's <laughs> always like, he's like he's like BBW Salvage and Transport. Well, no. plug it. Let's hear it. No. Uh, if anyone needs any uh, pickup needs, especially diesel needs or any transportation work, um, hit me up, 605-415-0835. You want to plug the Air Force, Braden? <laughs> Good. Negative. <laughs> Million dollars a flight to piss off a farmer in Montana. <laughs> Call 1-800. Fuck you. Call, not us. We don't care. <laughs> Thank you to MX Connection, Gold Standard Cabinetry, Wassie Customs, Cobra Town, Torres Motorsports. Jonah Kelly with Dean Kelly Construction, Static Collective, 4GMX Indoor Motocross, and Deadwood Moto. Brandon, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me. Brayden, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me. Have you guys had fun? Absolutely. We'll catch you on 20. We should do something cool for 20. I don't know what it is yet. We'll figure it out. All right. I got robbed. <laughs> Pizza party. We'll catch you on 20. Later, fellas. Troy Berry is next week. Yep. Troy Berry? Troy Berry is yeah, nice. Troy Berry is um, definitely going to be on next time. Next time. Yep. You guys think so?